Hello everybody and welcome back to the brink for another week as we bring you everybody's favourite podcast where people yawn at the beginning because they're bored already. Her name, her name is Mallory Forster and she's with us now. Hello Mallory. Hello Ben. How are you going sleepyhead? I am sleepy. I'm not bored by you. Oh, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Ben is what? looking at this bottle of Gatorade like he doesn't know what a bottle of Gatorade no, is. I know what a bottle of Gatorade is. My problem is that it's leaking. And my second problem is I was trying to look to see if it had an expired act because it's been sitting in the cupboard for Gatorade a good, like, doesn't six expire. months. Hmm. Let's have a sip of it. Um, mm. Are you sure about that? Uh, this before 10th of October. That's my mum's birthday. Uh, 18, 2018. Would you like a sip of this? She's getting up. Um, she's worried about this. I'm just going to wipe a bit of it on a shirt behind her. What's that taste like to you? Tastes like blue Gatorade. Tastes like blue Gatorade. Now you you go crazy for this shit, don't you? Gatorade? Blue Gatorade. No. Blue or red. Um, it does taste a little funny. Kind of tastes like off apple. No, it tastes like blue Gatorade. <laughs> tastes like blue Gatorade. I'm not sure if I'm a fan. I like Powerade. It's nice. Um... Pirate's expensive. Anyway, uh, so it's Gatorade, but we, uh, are we ready to go, like, do sporty shit now? Yes. Mm-hmm. How's, um, your week been? Good. Good. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I did. I've applied for a lot of jobs. You have. We both have. You, um, attended your very first international rugby match. I did. Ireland lost. To which you were going for Ireland. <laughs> now, why would you go for Ireland? Because <laughs> Gerard Butler's hot? Gerard Butler's Scottish. No, dang it. Wow. I'm your boyfriend. I'm meant to accents? be. I'm your boyfriend who's meant to be hot and have funny accents, but that's not enough to go for Australia. No. Wow, that hurts. I wanted to cheer for Ireland. I felt bad for them being in Australia, but they lost. You us. felt bad for Ireland being in Australia. Yeah. Because they travelled to play a game of rugby. Because they didn't have as many supporters. So if um, I don't know, the USA came out here to play Australia. No. No. <laughs> Well, then they've travelled a long way. and they Too don't bad. They don't deserve us. Mexico? Would you feel sorry for Mexico? I'd think about it. Guatemala? I'd think about You'd it. you think about it. Speaking of um, random countries that you've never heard of, uh, are you excited for the World Cup starting this week? Uh, you are. I'm very excited. And who are you going for? Ireland's not in the World Cup. <laughs> Neither Scotland. Where are the other hot men from? Australia. Yay! She guessed it correctly. But you are also allowed to go for Germany. Germans are scary. Why are Germans? That's racist. Um, why, why are Germans scary? Their language is angry. <laughs> I love their language. It's language. angry. Language. Angry language. Angry. 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 Um, there was something else. What else happened during the week? I feel like there's something else. Um, you've been going to plenty of AFL games. Yes. Um, you've now not that I get to watch any of them, but I go to them. Officially, seen more Brisbane Lions games than I have, um, which I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. But uh, you, you're on the Brisbane bandwagon or the Gold Coast Suns bandwagon, since you get to see no. so many of the games. No, <laughs> no one's on the Gold Coast Suns bandwagon. But you, you're learning all the songs. Yeah, I like the Brisbane song. It always gets stuck in my head. Can you sing it for me? 
we are the lions, the Brisbane <laughs> lions. No, we're the pride of Brisbane town. And we something. We yeah, were another blue. And what about the Gold Coast song? <laughs> no, no, I don't even think the players from the Gold Coast know their song. They never hear it. So um, I, no, I don't. It's um oh, we are the sons of the Gold Coast sky. We are the sons. Of the, da, 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 da. We are the mighty Gold Coast sons. We try to bring the flag for you. Which they I can. don't know if this song is terrible because you're singing it terribly or if it's just a terrible song. Oh, I, I feel the urge to like find it now and actually play it because I feel like even Gold... I mean, there's no such thing as Gold Coast supporters, but um, I feel like they they never hear it. I mean, I can't talk. I go for a team that we never hear our song either. You don't even know the Carlton song. No, I don't know the you Carlton song. You never heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the time when they won, you, this is a Gold song you know it no you have to turn it, turn it, turn it down aren't you we are the sons of the catchy no red gold and blue I like the Brisbane song no you like this song hang on I like this song the Frio song we found one person in this country who likes it Sing it. We are the Frio Dockers. Why does it come up with Hawthorne on here? Um, the worst song. This is maybe one of the worst songs. This is such a boring song. It has like three lyrics to it. You lived in this city. Adelaide. No. Port Adelaide. Yes. Just listen to how boring it is with the lyrics. Very original. She's looking at me funny. I like the Brisbane song. <laughs> and the Frio song. <laughs> Never stop, Moving stop, on. stop. To where top, top, top. Actual lyrics. Anyway. Um, but no teams like, what would the Vancouver Canucks song be? We are the Canucks we and we really suck. I wonder if I type that in. What do you think would come up? No. Vancouver... Canucks. Oh, there's a goal song. What is the goal song of the Vancouver Canucks? What do you think it is? I don't know. It's um, Vancouver Canucks Goal Horn Holiday. I don't know what this is going to happen. Here. Oh, no, it's an ad. Do you want to buy an Isuzu Ute? They're moving out. No. Oh, I love that commercial. The parents move out and leave the kids at home. It's so funny. Yeah, it's. Um, we're just rating ads now. Uh, so are we ready for this? I'm excited. Maybe. Oh, that's just the horn. <laughs> yep. yep. I think that's all you're going to get. It's the same goal. Oh, it's just Holiday by Green Day. That's all right, I guess. It's a good song. Is that because all the players go on a holiday because they never play in the playoffs? That's really rude. When was the last time they made the playoffs? <laughs> it's the Bruins. No, not the final finals. just the playoffs in general. Oh, I don't know. No? Um... Anyway, I don't even know what some of the other ones are. Uh, there's a goal song from 2010 to 2011. Um, anyway, um, do, you, do you miss uh, the Canucks at all? Like, learning that Yes, they... I miss... <laughs> Why is that a dumb question? You're giving me a look. You're like, Ben, what is, question is that? It's just there's some like Shut up, answer the question. Question, I miss the Sedin brothers. I miss hanging out with them all the time. Like, that's what it sounded like. like 
No, I don't know. I miss hockey. <laughs> no, I don't miss hockey. I don't really care. <laughs> we, I, I miss it. They, they showed it here. We watched it the some games. Yeah. We have another Canadian on this episode. He talks about Stanley Cup. Are you happy that Washington won or you don't give a shit? Eh. Eh. Did you want Vegas to win, did you? I wanted Vegas to win more than I wanted Washington to win, but at the same time, like, it's cool that Washington won, considering that they've never won before. And an Australian won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Which is... Ex- I was telling my coworkers all about that at the Lions game the other night. I'm telling it all about that way. It's, I it's was. Funny. All about that. Um, all right, well, that's fun. We're going to come back a little bit after with you, a little bit later, and we're going to learn some things about each other, because it's going to be fun. What do you reckon? I reckon it'll be fun. I reckon you are reckoning right. <laughs> been some time since we've had this guy on the show. That's because Canada hasn't really been interested. Well, actually, no, Canada's been covered by somebody else on the show, so we haven't really had to focus on the actual people in the actual country. Uh, anyway, it's Colin Hilding. Hello, Colin. Welcome back to The Brink. Hello. I'm now your second choice for Canadian on the show. You're my favourite Canadian male, so there's that. <laughs> not friends with Wayne Gretzky, so <laughs> that's... A couple of steps above Ryan Gosling. Well, a couple. God, more like 500 skyscrapers full. My God, no. Um, <laughs> but welcome back. I, I guess the main topic of conversation right now uh, for Canada, the Stanley Cup Finals, which again featured no Canadian teams. But um, the Washington Capitals have finally come through to break the drought. Congratulations, Washington. Uh, Nathan Walker, an Australian, has a Stanley Cup ring. Um, Ovechkin finally has his Stanley Cup. What else is there? The city of Washington. It's a it's a good day to be a Capitals fan, which neither of us are. I actually am a Capitals fan, but I'll say I'm different from most hockey fans in that when my team loses, I decide to root for the team that beat them. And this is the funny because the Canadian team that made it the furthest were the Winnipeg Jets this year, and. I noticed, like, Winnipeg is actually known. Like, our license plate even says Friendly Manitoba. I've learned where anything but. Basically, <laughs> if Winnipegers lose, they just start blaming the world and uh, throwing out conspiracy theories and stuff like that. And the amount of Winnipegers that have basically said, oh, because Las Vegas beat Winnipeg, then I'm going to cheer for Washington, which is, like, the exact opposite of what I normally do because I, I want the team that beat my team to be the best team. So it just seems bizarre to me that, like, so many people in Winnipeg especially are, like, Las Vegas, so I don't want them to win. I want Washington to win because, you know, Vegas beat us. I'm like, so you want to lose to the worst team is what you're saying. (laughs) And this has always been my thinking. So, like, the last three years, I basically have three teams. I'm sorry, Winnipeg will be my fourth team. My home team's my fourth team. (laughs) I have three teams that I've always, like, grown up loving in the NHL. There's the Toronto Maple Leafs, the New York Islanders, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And the last three years, Washington has knocked out the Toronto Maple Leafs, the New York Islanders, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. So by default, if those teams aren't in there, I cheer for Washington. Which I'm kind of on the same page as your Winnipegians that uh, generally if a team knocks out my team, I'm (laughs) shitty. I still haven't forgiven the Tampa Bay Lightning for 2004, so get fucked. Um, But yeah, I mean, it was an interesting fight as the fact that you... I, I was glad that it was two teams that had never won it before. And obviously, you know, Las mm-hmm. Vegas in their first season. So, I mean, it was whoever won was always going to be a great story. You know, you're going to have Washington breaking their drought or you're going to have Vegas in their very first season doing it. Which, has any side ever won it? I mean, given, besides the first ever season, which doesn't count, like, um, has any seed... I mean, t- technically, didn't Colorado win it in their first season when they relocated? 
Uh, well, yeah, I, I guess based on being a relocated team, yeah, because uh, they they were lost in the first round as the Nordiques, and they won the Stanley Cup the next year as Colorado. But for an expansion team, no expansion team ever even made the playoffs, at least since, like, I guess the expansion era from, like, San Jose Sharks on. So that's, like, 1991, 1992 on. Nobody's even made the playoffs in their first year, let alone make the Stanley Cup Finals. The only time I think this ever happened was during the original expansion when they introduced uh, new teams in, like, the late 60s. And St. Louis made the Stanley Cup Finals in their first year. But it was kind of a weird scenario where... You know, all the expansion teams were their own conference, so one was always going to make it. Which is fascinating to think, because I, I know that the Vegas were kind of made up of a lot of, you know, players that were cut and looked over and, you know, kind of formed this sort of team of people who were just, you know, never given a chance and here they are doing very well. And kind of the last time it's happened here in Australia, like in the AFL, like we had two new teams. We had a team in 2011, Gold Coast Suns, and then GWS came in in 2012. And it's kind of the opposite here, at least in our sports. That I mean, for at least the first like two or three years, GWS were like getting thrashed every game or on the bottom of the ladder. And it's now only now that they're kind of a team that's good and can, you know, easily has one of the best lists in the league. Gold Coast Suns, well, they're still on the bottom of the ladder getting thrashed they just haven't you know improved at all since they came into the league but i mean is that just how it works for american north american sports that you get more concessions of these players and it's not just based on young players like it is here and you kind of can get these big stars straight away yeah well i guess all other times where they did expansion drafts there's been multiple teams so it's another funny thing that like winnipegers especially because our team lost we just you know, start coming up with all these blaming everybody in the world for it. And the, the amount of people I've heard say, oh, well, Las Vegas, uh, it's not fair because they got their pick of the best players. I'm like, no, they didn't. <laughs> they got their pick of all the players that the other teams didn't want to protect and saw no value in. And then other people saying, oh, well, they have all this money to spend. It's like, no, they don't. <laughs> they have the same amount as everybody else to spend. But the way that it worked this time, I guess, not having that competition where you could pick one player, uh, I guess you could ideally get like the best possible team. Whereas in years before, like um, I think there was the year where uh, um, Ottawa and Tampa Bay might've been like the two teams where they both came in the same year. They're fighting each other for, you know, uh, each, each team. So if you're going to pick a player from Pittsburgh, you have to fight with the other city and it being this, one team that got to pick i mean i guess they kind of got to make up whatever they want but it is a team of misfits it's it's not like anybody here was valued like i i guess the big star you know, flurry who's the goalie who won the stanley cup for pittsburgh penguins two years ago and then last year because he was having bad playoffs they pulled him and then they're like oh well let's let him go if we're gonna let one of our goalies go and that basically i think is what led to las vegas making it all the way to the finals las vegas got really clever though because they they didn't just take the obvious players, and they also took some players they knew they could trade later on to get somebody bigger. Like it, it's it's so funny if you look at the whole story, which is way too complicated to go over in less than six hours. The whole story of how Vegas managed to get this team to the Stanley Cup Finals. They basically played it like they were at a poker table in Vegas. 
Which is, I mean, the thing too, which I've seen though, is that they've really adopted the team. Like, a lot of people I remember when they first announced it, they were like, well, they're not going to have any supporters. It's just going to be, you know, people from Chicago going there on a business trip to watch the Blackhawks play. And it's going to be like fly-in players. It's, kind of, it's a similar thing to the Gold Coast, like where I am right now. It's kind of, it's it's more of a tourist destination and it's not really well supported here. Whereas like, yeah, I've seen footage of these games and like their amazing introductions that they do, uh, you know, with their over the top shows. I saw the one they did with mm-hmm. the jets where they've got like a plane and they're like chopping a plane in half. Yeah. And, you know, and I saw when we were in Perth recently, we went to an, we went to two Australian hockey games when we were on our travels, one in Melbourne, one in Perth. And in Perth, there were people wearing Vegas Golden Knights jerseys. And I felt like saying, like, why mm-hmm. are you wearing, like, they're new. Like, how do you just, do you get rid of your other team and go, hey, I'm going to go for Vegas? And it seems as though the city has really adopted, which I think is quite interesting. Yeah, because the only professional sports team that they ever had before was in the uh, uh, one-year XFL, which I don't <laughs> know if you remember that very yeah. well, where Vince McMahon, the owner of the WWE, launched his own football league and gave Vegas a team. And, you know, the, the funny thing is I watched uh, the 30 for 30 documentary on the XFL, and they spend a lot of time talking about how more than anything, this meant a lot to Vegas to have a professional sports team back then. And obviously, I mean, even if you watch the Stanley Cup Finals, you still saw lots of, like, Capitals jerseys in the crowd, more than you would have had in other cities. But again, this is a, a city in their first year, and it is Vegas. It is a lot of casinos and stuff like that, and you are going to get a lot of tourists. But in comparison, like, the reactions they are getting are huge, not just in Vegas, but even outside of Vegas. And I think it, it's just it's interesting because I never would have expected that, but when I saw that documentary on the XFL, which is like a year, year and a half ago, that was right around the time that they were starting to put together the Golden Knights. And I'm like, my original theory was, yeah, they're not going to have any local support. But when I saw that and realized like how much this team, the XFL team, meant to Vegas, I'm like, imagine if they have a real team in a real league in a real sport. Which, which I really like. I like it, you know, particularly North American model where, you know, you've got so many big cities, you've got so many, you know, states and provinces have multiple cities where you're going to have teams and, you know, like I'm from a small city in a small state where if we've got one team in a national competition, we're going to get behind them no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I like that. I mean, I guess that's the case in Winnipeg, isn't it? They're kind of your only major team in sort of, you know, obviously not including like your CFL and sort of things like that. But, I mean, I know yeah. Vegas are about to get an NFL team. I think Oakland are relocating there in about two years. So they're going to go from having none to two which, you know, will be a big thing. But um, And the XFL's coming back. It is, yes. <laughs> but, I mean, we're also, uh, aren't we only about a week away from getting announced that Seattle are about to be given the 30-second franchise? Yeah. It's all but confirmed, isn't it? Yeah, which, I mean, it's weird that they didn't, you know, just wait till they could do both at once, not just for the whole draft purpose, too, but because we have lopsided conferences now, which is weird that you have, you know, 16 and 15. Uh, so... You know, Seattle, that'll at least even it out on both sides. Uh, I liked playing the latest NHL game on uh, Xbox, the NHL 2018, I think it was, uh, where you can do an expansion draft and you could be an expansion team. Like, you come up with your own team and everything. Because I'm looking at it, I'm like, well, we need to have even numbers on each side. So I'm going to make myself the 32nd team. And I made the Saskatoon Trout Sniffers uh, <laughs> because I wanted to pick a team who will never have a professional franchise and uh, a name that was fitting for Saskatchewan. Well, I, I did I did a similar thing when I had the NBA one two years ago. And um, I made a Montreal NBA, NBA team. And, um, you know, very detailed, though. Like, I love how detailed it goes. I mean, I, 
I'm happy that see, I like Seattle. I'm a big fan of that city, and I think you know, arguably, they probably do deserve a team, and they're very passionate in that city about their teams. But does Canada always get ripped off again? Like they get sad that America's getting another team because you've only got seven. I mean, where would you have your eighth team? Would it go to Quebec City again, or where would it go? Yeah, most of the talk is about Quebec City. Um, I think if we are going to get one, that's going to be the obvious choice. Uh, I don't know where else you could put it. Like, that's the thing in Canada is that we have our major cities. I mean, you've been to Winnipeg. I mean, Winnipeg is, you know, it's it's about 700, 750,000 population, but we're considered one of the small markets. I think Winnipeg and Buffalo are two of the smallest markets in the NHL, and yet Winnipeg is the fifth largest city in all of Canada. So, yeah, wh- where are you going to put them? Like, Flint Flon, Manitoba? <laughs> well, I think Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan? From what I've read is that, like, if Quebec gets one and then they want more, like, you know, it's, you know, maybe another Toronto team or maybe another Montreal yeah. team. Um, so, but I mean, <laughs> you know what would happen? Toronto would get a second team. They'd win the Stanley Cup in the first year and the Maple Leafs fans would be like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Stanley Cup oh, is coming back to, to Toronto. Not the right team, though. <laughs> Let's go into the Toronto Trout Sniffers. No, <laughs> but I'm looking here because it was at 46 years, wasn't it, that the Capitals took to win one? So the top five yeah. droughts right now. Uh, so 42 seasons for the Philadelphia Flyers. They last won it in 74, 75. Then you have the Vancouver. I really wish Mallory was here to rub this in. The Vancouver Canucks, who have never won it in 47 seasons. The Buffalo Sabres, who have never won it in 47 seasons. The St. Louis Blues, who have never won it in 50 seasons. And the Toronto Maple Leafs, who last won it in 1967, uh, 1966, 1967. So, um, yeah, I know, I know you're excuse, but come on. It's time. As a Leafs fan, I will use the same excuse to everybody. At least they have won one, unlike St. Louis and those others. Plus, if you look at like the longest drought ever, I can't remember if it was Chicago or New York had the longest drought ever. And if you work out the math, one of those two cities went 20 years without winning a Stanley Cup when there were only six teams in the whole league. <laughs> so it's not like Toronto was the worst ever, but I mean, they're due. They're, they're getting there. Yeah, you're right. One of these, as soon as they make it to the second round, then the next year they'll make it to the third round, the next year they'll make it to the fourth round, and then the next year they'll win. And by then, well, they'll have the longest drought in history, so I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> the, yeah, the Rangers, <laughs> 53 myself. seasons it was, uh, between yeah. 1940 and 1993-1994. Uh, um, seven years without winning when there's only a handful of teams. Well, it's, it's funny because, like, in sort of, you know, it's been a world sport thing recently that a lot of teams have broken these droughts, and the AFL in particular, in the last two seasons, we've had two teams break droughts. We had the Western Bulldogs, who hadn't won it since, like, 1954. They broke their drought, then Richmond did it last year. So the two longest teams now, I think Melbourne haven't won it since 62, and St Kilda haven't won it since 66. The thing is, if, like, Melbourne won it this year, and St Kilda won it next year, then Carlton officially have the longest drought since 1995. Although, a similar thing, there was a team that started in 95 called Fremantle who have never won it, so, you know, at least we would um, have that. Who's your pick? Call it right now then, Colin Hilding. Who's going to win the Stanley Cup next year? Is it Toronto? Uh, well, last year I said I guarantee Washington's going to win, and they didn't, but they won this year. <laughs> so based off this year's prediction where I said I guarantee Tampa Bay's going to win, next year's Tampa Bay. Boo. No, we don't want that. <laughs> um, just quickly. You're doing really well in Winnipeg. <laughs> anything else? I mean, you've got the G7 in Canada. Is that exciting for you? <laughs> Probably not. Don't, don't actually, that's one thing I wanted to talk about. I didn't realize that Canada burnt down the White House, uh, according to Donald Trump. What happened there? 
<laughs> I, th- I think that no, I think that is a real thing because I remember hearing that even growing up. Like uh, I don't know if it was the War of eighteen twelve or something like that, or I think I don't know the if they British. burned it down but attacked it. Well, I, I read this because oh, okay. there was a headline saying Trump accuses Canada of burning down the White House, and apparently it was actually British soldiers or something did it, and something to do with trying to get to Canada or something. But um, I just saw the headline that Trump accuses Trudeau of burning down the White House. <laughs> <laughs> like it was Trudeau specifically. <laughs> Which, and also I, know, I saw another thing with the G7 where it's kind of like the bromance between Trudeau and whoever the French president is or something like that. Like, what is going on here? Like, everybody loves Trudeau. And why do the French get... I thought you guys hated the French because your French is better than their French. I just find it again funny how much you say, everybody loves Trudeau, but you come to Canada, it's like, nobody likes the guy. <laughs> um, anything else exciting in Canada that we've missed in the last six months since we've talked about Canada? <laughs> Quick, fill us in. Uh, Corner Gas, the animated series. <laughs> yes. Are you familiar with Corner Gas? Never heard of it. The, the biggest Canadian sitcom of all time. And I think the final episode actually had ratings up there with, like, the Seinfeld finale and the Friends finale. And they just decided to do an animated series. So uh, check out Corner Gas Animated. All right. It's not as bad as you would think. I watched uh, Good Cop, Bon Cop, or Bon Cop, Good Cop, whatever the hell that movie was called. <laughs> yes, Good Cop, Bon Cop. That movie, that was pretty good. That was... You're going to have to ask Mallory about Corner Gas then. Corner Gas. Just like a yes. corner and a gas. Okay. I'll, yes. I'll ask that. Uh, have you seen the sequel to Bon Cop, Good Cop? <laughs> no, I haven't seen it yet. I think it came out last year. Yeah. But I'm waiting for it to go to Netflix. Right. Okay. I just Googled Justin Trudeau and it's the first headline comes up. Trump criticizes Justin Trudeau. Says US won't endorse G7 statement. And Donald Trump has tweeted out, bagging out your prime minister, <laughs> based on Justin's false statements at his news conference and the fact that Canada is charging massive tariffs to our U.S. farmers, workers and companies, I have instructed our U.S. reps not to endorse a communi- communi- that word as we look at tariffs on automobiles flooding the U.S. market. PM Justin Trudeau of Canada acted so meek and mild during our G7 meetings, only to give a news conference after I left saying that U.S. tariffs were kind of insulting. Um, very dishonest and weak. There you go. Donald Trump just called Justin Trudeau dishonest and weak. You know, I also heard that aside from burning down the White House, that Justin Trudeau is also behind that ham and cheese Donald Trump sandwich <laughs> that's making its round on the internet. Justin Trudeau also is uh, responsible for 9-11, uh, for Pearl Harbor, <laughs> the Oklahoma City bombings, uh, for Watergate. Star Wars The Last Jedi. <laughs> oh, that was the biggest crime of all. Oh, screw you, <laughs> Justin Trudeau. Uh, are you excited for the World Cup? Quickly, I know I asked you that about a year ago, but it's starting this week. Colin, who's your team? Come on. Um, is is Uruguay in it? Yes, they are. Then I'm yes, Uruguay. I'm picking it now. <laughs> I, I every time there's a World Cup, I'm always like, oh, I should follow this, and then I always forget and get sidetracked by something else, like Arrested Development on Netflix or Corner Gas Animated. <laughs> so. This this time I will I will make a point to watch Uruguay in the World Cup. Well, I I go for Germany mainly and then Australia second. So guess who Australia plays in the first game this week? France. So oh, the French. I know, right? Even more reasons to hate the French, which is actually really funny because on Saturday <laughs> night Mallory and I were planning to go see like a I think like the Queensland Symphony Orchestra. We're going to be playing the songs of John Williams. So we're like, oh yeah, we're going to go watch this. 
Mallory has to work, and then I realise that the soccer's on a Saturday night. So I'm probably not going to go watch the symphony. Plus, also, I'm poor. So uh, <laughs> it's kind of soccer's free, <laughs> symphony costs money. I'm going to watch the soccer. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Well, I don't know anything else to talk about right now. Uh, unless you want to mention anything, I think we can end it right. Sure, let's end it. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Colin, and go the Las Vegas trout sniffers. And go Uruguay, trout sniffers. It's another week where we get to talk about all things to do in New Zealand with everybody's favourite New Zealander, Nick Chester. Hello, Nick. Welcome back to the Bronx. Yes, it's been a while, has it? I don't know. I can't remember. Two weeks. Um, but that's a while in New Zealand terms because I don't know why. Um, there's probably not a whole lot to talk about, but um, something happened with the All Blacks, did it? Did they win? Did they lose? I don't know what's going on with the All Blacks. What happened to the All Blacks, Nick? Yeah, well, kind of like the, the whole country stops to watch the All Blacks, I suppose. So we had our first first uh, All Blacks game of the year against France last night at Eden Park, which is, you know, the All Blacks haven't lost to Eden Park in like 30 years or something, I don't know. Um, but yeah, and um, they were losing at half time. So it was, I think it was like a 11-8 at half time and then uh, came back and we won 52-11 or something. It was a bit of a high end in the second half and um it sounds like it was a pretty controversial call from the referee that kind of started the points rolling in our direction but um hey you, you, you take it when you can um yeah so that's that, i guess that's the exciting news we've also got um our prime minister about to take her her um um maternity leave so we've got uh incoming prime minister winston peters which will be fun well i know you've discussed a little bit so about it's all, him, it's all but... happening I just, with the, I mean, we had the Wallabies played, uh, also their first game against Ireland, a game which I was going to be going to, because it was here in Brisbane, but, uh, sadly at the end I didn't end up going to. I've never been to Wallabies game, and I think we just hung on to beat Ireland. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, 52, whatever you just said, that's, that's a, that's a walloping. What are, what are, what happens at half time? Do they just suck on a couple of bits of lamb leg or something like that, and then boom, they're off? Is that how it works? Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I, I guess the All Blacks are known for being a very um, a, a team of very high fitness, um, so they they do tend to kind of and you know like everybody the All Blacks are the best teams. So everybody kind of comes out, you know, with a hiss and a roar at the start of a game trying to beat them, and then they kind of run out of energy, and then the All Blacks just kind of walk over them. And the the last quarter tends to be something that happens pretty often with the All Blacks. I have to say, um, yeah. So I mean, it's it's nice having one team to support that that generally wins. I suppose. Well, I I would like to keep this trend of teams within the region up against France thrashing them because Australia's first game in the World Cup is against <laughs> France this week, Nick. So uh, I would be very thrilled if a similar thing happened. So if you can send over some of that good juju across the Tasman Sea up against the French, I'd very much appreciate it. Well, I mean, the thing with the French football team is that they're either brilliant or awful. There's kind of nothing yes. in the middle. So I have to say that they look fairly united at the moment. So um, that's probably not a sign that bodes well for you guys. But you just never know until that, that ball is kicked. And um, football's a funny game. You just never know what might happen. So, yeah, I mean, um, anything can happen. It's a 90-minute game. And um, I've seen stranger things in Australia being France and football. So I, I wouldn't say it's impossible. Well, I think it's, you're right with France because they kind of, they seem to go up and down every four years, don't they? I mean, 98, they were obviously the world champions. 2002, they're out in the first round. 2006, they made the final. 2010, they're out in the first round. Four years ago, they're in the quarterfinals. So hopefully this means they'll be out in the first round again, uh, if trends continue. <laughs> because I think the thing for, on Australia's perspective is that we are fairly confident with our group that we might actually make it 
through. Uh, unlike four years ago, where we pretty much didn't even want to show up when we were like with Chile, Spain, and the Netherlands. Um, you know, we've got what Denmark, France, and um, who is our fourth team? Uh, I can't even remember. Peru, I think, isn't it? So um, we've got your people who defeated you out. So we, we could have very much been in your group had uh, you yeah, been well, Peru. I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would that would have been pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, Peru certainly weren't um, impressive in beating us, but they were pretty clinical. Like they just got the job done and then moved on. And um, so, yeah, I mean, um, I, I certainly wouldn't be counting out Peru. They were pretty good in, in their qualifying round. I mean, South America is a really hard group um, to, to get out of. So, um, yeah, definitely give them um, a lot of credit. And, and Denmark are actually quite a solid team as well. So, I think probably for Aussie, the the hard part is going to be scoring the goals. I think if they can score a few goals against a few kind of quite defensively tight teams than uh, anything that is possible so um, yeah, I mean it, it's going to be a funny one there's there's no kind of group of death there's no um, yeah there's it's, it's a very even tournament this time around it certainly feels that way I don't know so uh, it's going to be hard to, to really kind of know what's going to happen it's going to take you know probably the first round of games before you start to get a bit of a feel for for who's going to do well and who's not I I think the thing too for Australia is it's very exciting that the first game at least is in prime time. Like it's at 8 p.m. on a Saturday night. Like that, it's going to be huge in terms of viewership and, you know, live sites and all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's perfect timing, I think, in that. But I, I'm very, I mean, I get very excited for any World Cup, but I think like you were saying how it's very even. I mean, we've got a lot of new teams in. We've also got, you know, a lot of the traditional people like, you know, obviously no Italy, no Netherlands, no USA, you know, people like teams like that who haven't made it, you know, big shocks with that. Um, you know, and that's opened the door for teams like Iceland to come into it, Panama and teams like that. I mean, how, how do you go into this watching it, Nick? Obviously, no New Zealand. Um, but I mean, do you, do you have a team that you like watching? I think you mentioned before you kind of follow England because of your ties with your, your teams you like, or am I making that up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, so all my family's from England. My mum was the first born out here in New Zealand, so um, I've got pretty close ties to England. So I tend to fight them, but, um, you know, like any English football fan, I'm pretty jaded these days because they, um, you know, they promise a lot and they never deliver. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I tend to just kind of, like, immerse myself as much as I possibly can. Um, you know, a lot of it's on, on pay TV here, so, um, you know, I don't see a lot of it, but there's actually quite a bit that's going to be on free TV this time around, so um, I'm really looking forward to, I think, the uh, Spain-Portugal game kicks off at 6am local time here, so I'll be able to just get up and, and uh, watch the game, you know, have some breakfast, um, and just enjoy that one. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So I'm going to be watching as much as I possibly can get away with um, and um, just, just enjoying it. I mean, I just hope it's a good tournament. I hope there's lots of goals scored. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, if I'm if I'm, if I'm I'm picking, it's kind of hard to go past kind of Germany or Brazil or, um, or or maybe France. I mean, if I'm picking a potential outsider, it's probably somebody like Belgium. That, you know, I just worry that they don't have a lot of kind of – experience and the, the pointy end of, of competitions like this um spain yeah i guess you can never count out spain and, and portugal will certainly be feeling you know a lot more confident after the euros but yeah i mean are we going to see a real upset here and and um you know maybe see one of these outsider teams come through and get to the final or maybe even win the final I, i'm i don't think it's going to be the year for that um but i, I think probably a lot of the really good teams are going to make it far and that should make the the kind of knockout stage is a lot of fun. It's interesting you're saying about the free-to-air versus the pay-TV mix. This is the very first year for Australians uh, 
that we have had to essentially pay if you want to see most of it because generally SBS will show all the games, but I think they're only showing about 16 or 18 of the games. Like they're showing all the Australia games, like maybe a couple of the sort of the big group matches. And I think they're only showing like one quarter final, one semi final and one and the final. So Optus Sport here have done a package where basically I, I paid $15 and I can see all the games. Um, but it, it's kind of, it's a weird thing for Australians because we're so used to seeing this for free, but, uh, I guess that's the way TV works now. But, um, obviously I'm keeping a very close eye on the Germans. It's kind of my main team. And then obviously I'll, I'll watch the Australians along the way. But, um, yeah, I, I, it's kind of a weird feeling going into this world cup because there's somebody who goes for Germany. It's kind of, you know, you're always hopeful that, Hey, they're going to win it one time. They're going to win it. I finally got to see them win it four years ago. So as much as I want to see him again, I don't feel as I'll be as disappointed. Should they not win it this time around? Uh, had we not won it four years ago, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand what you're saying there. I mean, I, I, um, me personally, I'd love to see a t- team like like England or like Belgium or you know one of the teams kind of come through and 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 kind of you know pick that up and win it would be fantastic. But it just doesn't quite feel like that's going to happen this time around. It feels like some of those teams might be there in four years, but right now, yeah, I'm, I'm just not sure. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of hard to know what to do, but. Um, I guess that when I looked at the draw, I didn't see a lot of luck for any of kind of like the African teams and, you know, the kind of Iran's and Saudi Arabia's have kind of got shit draws really. So I don't, I don't rate their chances of getting through to the, the knockout stages all that much. So that kind of makes it feel like a bit of a, could be quite a traditional World Cup in that way. But yeah, you just never know what's going to happen. Mm. Um, and, and that's the, that's the fun of it, I suppose. It's a bit different from, you know, we get wound up about the Rugby World Cup over here, obviously, but you kind of know who's going to be in the last eight and the last four of a Rugby World Cup as soon as you see the draw. And that's not what football's like. You just never quite know what's going to happen. And, and that's, that's the huge fun element of it, I suppose. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I, it's weird, like, in most sporting circles, I don't generally go for England. I don't kind of like to cheer for them, but soccer is actually one of the, sorry, football is one of the few sports where I actually have a bit of a soft spot for the English team. So if, uh, they were to go through and, and, you know, Germany got eliminated and England made it deep, I, I'd, I'd, I'd cheer for them. I mean, I, I'm, I also would like to see Belgium do well. I kind of like the Belgians. I don't, I don't want the French to win it. If I'm being honest, I don't want Brazil, uh, to win yeah, it or I mean, Argentina. I... Uh, I'm just being, you know, a bit of a dick with my preferences for those countries. I don't like the Spanish football team either. So, and I don't like Cristiano Ronaldo. So no to Portugal either. Uh, that's just my bias going towards these teams. <laughs> well, I'd quite like to see, you know, maybe some of those, um, those less fancied, Team, so you know, like like a Peru or a Colombia, it would be quite fun to see them kind of you know, get a couple of lucky breaks and and and, and do well. I I'd agree with that. I always like seeing a team like I mean I'm sure you remember 2002 when essentially everybody got eliminated and it was you know we had South Korea and Turkey making the semi-finals so you know I, I do like it when we kind of have you know tournaments like that where you get that and um I watched a couple of like simulation sort of things that people do on YouTube where it's like oh I went on to FIFA 18 and you know simulated the World Cup and in one of them it was like Denmark made it through to the semi-finals or things like that like you know it's fun to see it but you never know I mean I always like to see how the host nation does and obviously Russia you know they I think have never made it out of the uh, group stage as a as a country Russia like not the Soviet Union so and they've got a fairly interesting 
interesting group, I feel. Like, they should really make it out of that group. So, I mean, I'd like to see Russia do quite well. Um, you know, I think, what is it, South Africa are the only country in the history of the World Cup never to make it out of the group stage of the hosting World Cup. So, there's that as well. But um, you've got a lot of returning teams. Like, Egypt, it's the first time in a long time. Peru, Morocco, you know, these are countries that haven't been in it for a very long time as well. So, it almost feels like they're new nations, even though, you know, they have been there before. And it does feel a little bit throwback. Like you know, even there was a bit of a um, a thing about we were at the office talking about you know one of the girls is not really big into football, so she's like, I'm just going to follow the team that's got the coolest shirt. <laughs> so she kind of went through and we looked at that Nigeria shirt, which is like a throwback to I think like the 1994 shirt or something like that, which was the first time they qualified. And so there's a, it kind of feels like a little bit of a throwback World Cup as well. Like um, lots of teams that you haven't seen for a little while. Um, yeah, it's just got the feeling of kind of a little bit retro as well, which I kind of like. Well, I'm going to, right now, you got you got one opportunity here, Nick, to get this right. Who's winning the World Cup? Um, am I making a prediction? Um, I mean, if I am going to make a prediction, I'm, I'm probably going to be picking, it's hard to go past Germany, I think. Like, I think you probably are going to pick them. So my head's kind of saying Germany. Like, if, if I'm going for a team that I would like to see win it that I actually think has a chance, then, yeah, I'm, you know, I might be interested in, in Belgium. Um, I was going at, at betting odds and things like that, which I never, never do. But, you know, I was actually looking at them this time around trying to pick one. And the thing I came away the most with is that um, for, uh, I think it was $20, $21 um, to one, um, if you pick on there being more than six or more penalty shootouts, um, <laughs> that's what you'll get back. So I thought that was pretty good odds. I might go and chuck 10 bucks on that because that'd be a, a $200 return if I got that. But in terms of picking a favourite to actually win it, um, yeah, I, I couldn't go past Germany and that's not worth putting money on because I won't get very much back from that. Oh, well, you probably just jinxed my team now, Nick, so thanks for that. Um, but, you know, <laughs> it could be the opposite. Maybe you're a lucky charm. Who knows? Um, anything else in the world or anything you want to talk about before we let you go that we need to talk about or are we, are we good? Nothing concerning yourself that we need to discuss? No, I, no, I think, I think everything's, uh, hunky dory in New Zealand. So nothing, nothing further to report at this stage. Well, keep it hunky dory in New Zealand. Uh, and we will talk to you when we next talk to you. Thank you for your company once again here on the program. Lovely. Always nice to talk to you. <laughs> Well, it seems to be a trend that we do random quizzes with each other with this one, Mallory, the other Canadian. <laughs> Thanks on this for episode. clarifying who oh, I am. Right, the co-host on this episode. Um, and we triviaed each other on celebrities and arias and things and Vegemite. This, Vegemite! This week, I thought we would do something a little bit different. This is one where you and I both answer the same question and hope that we know each other. Oh. But it's a difficult one because I'll, I've read through some of these and legitimately some of these things we've never talked about. Okay. Do so, I need to like write my answers down? No, no, or? no. So the, it's 21 questions to test how well you really know your partner. So I'll ask the question okay. and then we each answer it and then we have each got to see if we're both like... So the first question, for so, example, is what is your fa- partner's least favorite body part? So I answer what I think your you think yours is, you answer what mine is, and then we both say whether we're right or wrong. <laughs> She's looking okay. at me. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so. I don't know if I know what my least favorite body part is. All right, well, what do you think, what do I think yours is? Um, I don't even know. Again, these are things that we've never really talked about. It's not like we said. Your boobies. My bo- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Um, that hurts my feelings. Uh, no, um, I mean, that would be up there. Um, not that. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't throw me under the bus. <laughs> I'm proud of my large intestine. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I would say. In all fairness, that was like just a guess and a silly. Guess. Well, I mean, a teeth, a body part. Oh, I don't know. Can I go with my teeth? Go for it. Well, I mean, you're wrong. That means basically. <laughs> I don't know what yours would be. You don't really. You're not. I mean. I'm sure you're self-conscious, everyone is, but you you don't come across like you don't seem like you are. Thank you. You're very confident and you hold yourself to a high standard. Thank you. I, Do I? I don't know. I feel like I can answer this wrongly and you'll be like, no, I like that. What's wrong with that? <laughs> um, well, I mean... I don't know. You, I mean, you seem to be offended when I touch your mole on your face, but I mean, I like your mole <laughs> on your face. Um... Just to clarify for the listening audience, I have a mole like right in the middle of my chin that my grandmother tried to scrub off me when I was a child. Can I say your stomach and not be mean by saying that? Yeah, you'd be right. Would I? Yay, I'm winning! Woo! I complain about my tummy. Okay. Uh, All right. When your partner was a child, well, one of us still is, what did... I was talking about me. What (laughs) did they want to be when they grew up? You wanted to be... I wanted to be so many things. So many things. I know. This is a question from that top five. I know that an astronaut is one of the things. Yeah. I know that you wanted to be an Olympian. Still do. (laughs) Curling. Go into curling. I could. Um. Did you want to be a Formula One driver? Yeah. How many do I have to get right in order to get this question right? I mean, I'm giving you a point. (laughs) I think that they work. What have I missed? Um, I wanted to be a marine biologist at one point, even though I hate boats. I wanted to be a park <laughs> ranger, um, a pilot, which is connected to an astronaut. Uh, I wanted to be a race car driver, which I guess F one. Uh, I wanted to really be a journalist and a you know a commentator since I was excuse oh, me I knew younger. That, didn't I? That's awesome. I'm still trying. Um, you, you've never told me. I don't know. I'm maybe guessing something with animals. I never had hopes or dreams. Well, you still don't. So <laughs> that's why you're that's with me. Rude. Well, that's why you're with me. <laughs> that's really rude. Um. So is there a right answer to that? Honestly, that's something you'd have to ask my parents because I don't know. You don't know. All right. So is it one all? You keep telling you this. Name oh. a country your partner would love to visit. Anywhere in Europe. Give me a specific country. Germany. I mean, there are others ahead of that, but sure, we'll go with that. Slovenia. I'd love to go to Slovenia. Iceland would probably be my number one in Europe. Iceland. But uh, um, you really want to go to... um, Well, you'd like to go to... You're nearly going to go to France, won't you? So I'm going to go with France. Yeah, Do we both get a point each there? Yes. Um, did your partner have a nickname as a child? What was it? What was it? And bonus point, did they like the nickname? Why? Um, I, I'll be honest with you. I've never really had a nickname. Oh, good. That was what I was going to say. I don't think Well, that... not a nice nickname. <laughs> I got called plenty of names in high school, Aww. but they weren't nice. Um, a girl at Starbucks called me Benjamima, which I hated. <laughs> Like Aunt Jemima? Yeah, you call me Bennis. Um, You're not a child anymore. I've been called... Um, well, ben, who hasn't been called Benny if your name's Ben? But um, I didn't really have one. 
Okay. Wobbly worth. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you have one? Uh, Mal. People call you Mal. Yes, but that like that doesn't really count. I had other nicknames. Foster. No. Um, Janet. No. <laughs> uh, MJ. No. You don't let me call you MJ. No. Um, you never told me this, so. Mally. Um, yeah, I get Mally a lot. Um, oh, there's another one. Malgal was what I always got when Mal-gal. I was a kid. Sometimes my dad still calls me Malgal. I'm like, oh. Okay. Well, I don't know. We get a point for that. No. I don't think you get a point for that. I don't think you do either. Um, <laughs> I knew that you didn't have any. You didn't say it though. I said it before you answered. But I knew. Which of your partners, aunts or uncles, are they closest to? Skip if not applicable. Um, it's your auntie Karen, who's your mom's sister, because. You guys don't talk to your dad's siblings. Yes. I mean, we see them at funerals. Uh, that's about. We just we're not. As I said, we're not close. Um, and I guess my half aunties and uncles in Sydney, but we talk every couple of years. So yeah, no, you're right. Um, you've got that one who comments on my things. Oh, that's an interesting choice. But that's not the right answer. You've, okay. I feel like I can't pick a favorite because I feel like I'm going to offend someone. But I also want to say that she literally tells me every day 50 new <laughs> friends or family members who I haven't heard of before. Okay. So I'm literally going to be there in August and Ben's gonna, and Mally's going to be like, oh, this is blah, 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 who I told you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you're the one who Mallory's related to. Yes. <laughs> Realistically, like, if you're just counting aunties and uncles based on my parents' siblings and their spouses, I have 10. Yeah, I'm screwed. <laughs> I better remember your name half the time. <laughs> if you're counting, like, people who I call aunt and uncle, I have at least 100, I swear. Do you have... Okay, without naming a name, could you honestly say you have a favourite? Yes. Okay. You can tell me off it. Um I'm winning. What so, you know. disappointment or rejection from your partner's past still stings? Ooh. That's personal. <laughs> Do I know the answer to this question about you? I, I mean, you can... I have a... You guess. I mean, there's plenty in my life. I hold on to shit, so... Yes. <laughs> True fact. <laughs> True fact. I don't know about yours. I know, like, two that I think I can say for sure. I know one that I think, a recentish one, but it's not one that I would say on air. <laughs> oh, I think I know. Deodorant can. Oh no, that was not what I was thinking about at all. That was not what I was thinking about at all. That's awkward. Um, oh, what were you thinking that I was thinking of? Nothing, nothing, nothing. You don't get a point for that because that wasn't. No, the now answer. you need to give me a clue. There's, I, I'll tell you later. Um, Something related to back home. So, a person that I'm thinking of. A person that you're thinking of? Yes? No. No. What? She's giving me a weird look. I don't know. I'm confused. All right. We need to note these down. If we're going to forget the things we're going to tell each other off. Our listeners are loving this. Um, <laughs> oh, they're not giving any details. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know, then, if I... <laughs> <laughs> okay. The two that I was thinking of for you were a certain woman whom we love. And Do we? No, we don't. But we pretend we do. 
If you're listening, I'm sorry. She's not listening. Um, <laughs> the other one, oh no, I lost. Oh, was when you told your friend about that job and your friend beat you by one point, mm. half a point. Tali, former co host of yes. the show. Oh. Yeah, she knows who she is. Hi. Um, I couldn't remember your yeah, name. No, no. That's really awkward. No, I feel like you brought that up, or you've brought that up enough recently that it was like at the front of my mind. That, yeah. I'm currently winning 5 2, by the way. That, that would hurt. I would, I would hold that. Um, but I've got lots. I could delve into the Ben memory bank, which will be here all day. Oh, she's being nice to me. Um, I'm always nice to you sometimes. Well, uh, number seven, on the opposite, which of your partner's achievements are they most proud of? You are most proud about meeting me. Is that an achievement? Yes, because you've stayed with me for this amount of time so far. Um, <laughs> you are proud of getting a job and coming to Australia. Yes, I would say yes to that. And living here for as long as you have without well, by, being by yourself and lasting this long. I'm not saying you I agree. didn't think you were capable, but it was... Although a, I'm broke now and I don't know if I'm going to be able to get home, but I agree. Well, I mean, eventually our government will find you and probably pay <laughs> for your flight back home. So there is that. Just live here illegally and then Malcolm, if you're listening, uh, in three months' time she's got to go home. So please just send her back. Pay for a ticket. Malcolm? Our Prime Minister. Oh, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, all right. Answer for me. Your journalism degree. Oh, come on. I mean, you can't say no to that. I'm totally right. I'm, believe it or not, people listening, I do have a degree in journalism. Um, I, <laughs> I, I'm not denying I'm not proud of that because I'm the first in my family to ever have a degree. The Survivor is becoming second ever. I was pretty proud of that. I was pretty proud of a lot of the people that we got on the show. I, I mean, I, I think I, I did mention this to you, actually, only a few days ago. I was pretty proud of when I got the job at the Mercury beating out the amount of people that I beat out for one job. Um, and it's, I mean, it's more of a prized possession, but I achieved it when I got the accreditation for full Formula One media. Yes. Do I get a point or not? Uh, I'll give you half a point. Okay. Um, I feel like I need to start writing my points down because I'm starting to forget them. Yeah. Um, five and a half to three. What's your partner's least favourite housework? Oh, God, this one's easy. Anything that involves cleaning or organising. I'm looking at shit everywhere in my room. I have to be like, can you clean? Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, like you just, she's just a, a slob. What's my least favourite, though? I do have a least favourite. That is, oh, you don't like washing dishes? No, that's not it. I do like washing dishes. I don't like drying dishes. You don't like drying dishes. That's not the answer, though. You have, I feel like you have told me this before. Vacuuming. Yes. Oh. I hate vacuuming. Yeah, I got a point. <laughs> I think that's a half point. It took you like five different things to get to it. What's mine? Um, I think that yours is nitpicking me to clean. That's not my least favorite. I love nitpicking you. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if I have a specific one. I don't like anything that involves physical labor. I don't like bending over. Like, I hate if I drop something. Oh, I've got to bend over and pick something up. That's really funny. Like, I'm weirdly, I'm weirdly against That's bending not like over. <laughs> but I mean, anything physical. I don't like physical labor. Like, the reason why Ben doesn't throw his clothes on the floor is so that he doesn't have to bend over to pick true, them up. True story. True story. Um, okay, it's five and a half to three and a half. Name two of your partner's grandparents. Bonus point can you name all their grandparents? Okay. 
I'm ready for this. Yeah. Your. You don't know their names. No, I don't know any of those names. There's, was it Papa or Poppy? Poppy. It's gone Pop. Pop? Dang it, I knew it was a Pop something. Poppy when I was maybe like a little kid, but. Is your mom's dad. And his wife is Glenda. Mm-hmm. And there's Nan and Nan. There's Nan Waterworth. And Nan Waterworth and, and Nan T. Nan T. Nan yeah. Uh, but you wouldn't be able to know their names. No. But we like... Hey, we like both of them. Both of them very <laughs> much. <laughs> very much. They're both charming ladies. Can you name all four of mine? Oh, f- can you name all five of mine? All ten of mine? All 24,000 of mine? Oh, you just call one Popper. Pop, mm-hmm. Popper. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and I know his name because we're friends on Facebook. It's not David. It's David Foster. But after like our our greatest wood chopper man. Oh, yeah. I always forget about him. I always um, think of the music- musician. Yeah, I I couldn't name the others, Mrs. and Mr. Foster and Mr. and Mrs. I've forgotten your mother's maiden name. How? How? No? Hey, I got one by name. I should get half a point. No, I should get a quarter of a point. <laughs> <laughs> so it's five and a half. Wait, do I get any points? No, because you didn't name... It's five and a half to three and three quarters. Outside of their career, what career? Uh, what's something your partner considers themselves naturally talented at? Can we answer this on air? <laughs> That's inappropriate. Welcome to the brink. Um, well, I mean, what you're doing right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you are naturally talented at flirting. Okay, can we just establish that about a week ago, she says to me, oh man, I've got a job interview with a man, I wish it was a woman, and I'm like, why does it matter? Oh, because I feel like I'll just flirt. And I'm like, wow, I just feel like I do it, I don't mean to, but I just do it. It just makes me feel fantastic, it really does. I don't mean to. And then she goes to work wearing a top, oh my boobs look great in this. I really like her going to work, knowing that she's just going to flirt with men with a boob thing out. No. Um, um, you are naturally... Can you please hold the microphone to your mouth? That's generally how our listeners would like to hear you. You are naturally good at my arms getting tired, okay? Um, oh, this is wonderful. I got my own microphone stand. It's called Ben's Arms so that I don't have to hold my arm on pulling the microphone. Good times. Um, you don't get used to this. It's only going to last a certain <laughs> distance. See, your arm's getting tired, right? That's why I wear a headset. Um, she farted. You are naturally good at podcasting. You are naturally no, 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 no. What I was gonna say was being an organized human. Yeah, I'll take that. I, 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 I pride myself on my organizational skills. This is hurting my chin. Um, can you hold it again? It's annoying me. <laughs> um, I don't know what you're. Na- I mean, I do, but I, again, I can't. Um, Vouch for everything. She's shaking her head at me. I'm disappointed that you didn't say that for me. Um, I. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Appropriate. A... Oh, no one's listening. Uh... <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Did I get a point for flirting? Probably. No. Um. All right. 
What's six your... and a half to three and three quarters. What's you don't get a point? Yeah, you said I did. Okay. What's your partner's favorite smell? Not her vanilla. Fa- not my favorite smell. Oh. Not your farts. That's rude. Um, they do smell bad. They really smell <laughs> bad. Though I did one tonight. It was pretty. It wicked. was really gross. <laughs> This podcast going to shit. Um, you like candles. That is not a description of a smell. Well, it's a smell of a candle. You like the smell of that flavour of candle we have here. That apple-y flavour one. No. You like the smell of breakfast. No. You like the smell of... I don't of like it, the smell of eggs, so I definitely... Don't like the smell of breakfast. Favorite smell is coffee. No, I really don't know what your favorite smell is. I don't is. think I have favorite so- smell. To be completely honest, that's not I... something that I like really thought about. I think like turkey. <laughs> I know that's weird, but like Thanksgiving and like Christmas dinner. Mm. I love the smell Pumpkin of pie. Perfume. That's weird. No, but like it just. I've told I you think before. I knew that. I totally knew that. I have a thing for perfume. It is still six and a half to three and three quarters. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have plenty of smells that I like. What's your partner's favorite flavor of ice cream? You should know this. Chocolate is yours. No, vanilla is yours. Vanilla? No, neither. Uh, mint. Nope. Uh, I don't think you're gonna get this one. Do I, I know have a few, this? but I'm gonna choose one specifically just to make it tough for you. Oh, I know what mine is. You just changed your mind? I have two. Cookies and cream? No, it's not. Oh. It's butterscotch. No, mint. I don't like butterscotch. Is yours butterscotch? No, it's mint. It's fucking butterscotch. Uh, it's um, <laughs> cookies and cream. Chocolate? No. Caramel? No, you don't like caramel. Vanilla? No, you don't like vanilla. Um, <laughs> You like vanilla, but... um, Oh, it's... um. You do not get the point for this. That being said, neither do I. Mine's Kay. white chocolate. Oh. I could have but I also that. do like um, the... I feel like I should get a half point for chocolate. I do like the half point. It's no. That's no. Um, oh, what's the one I like? It's like... Um, yours is Hokey Pokey, isn't it? No. no. I like the one with the crunchy bits, like the butter... Not butterscotch specifically, but there's one with like that crunchy honeycomb bits in it. I think it is like a Hokey Pokey. Okay. And also Splice, that Splice tub. That's amazing. You know what that is. You Anyway. Um, you have told me, but I can't remember. Strawberry or Tiger. Tiger. Oh, Tiger is orange and dark. What is it called? Black Jeffa. No, 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 no. I knew that. You guys don't have tiger here. Oh, damn it, I knew that. All right. It's six and a half to three and three quarters. What's a personality trait your partner dislikes about themselves and that they share with a parent? That's very specific. I don't know. Um. Well, I think you would know because I do kind of share... Some aspects of that with my mum. Very down on myself. Oh, and very I, yeah, like worrying that. and just overthink. That's me. I that would have been a guess. But that but was very much like my mum. Yeah. I would have gotten there right away. Um, I really don't know. Again, you showed loads of uh confidence and exuberance about yourself and I don't know if there's anything you're very stubborn. I mean, I'm stubborn. I share that with both my parents, but that was not the thing that I would ever think of as something that Can I'm... I go with, like, your snappiness and your no. grumpiness? That's similar to your... Never mind. Um, <laughs> I, I, tell me, I don't know. I'm controlling with my mom. 
you're controlling like your mum. She, she, you are very demanding. You are very <laughs> selfish sometimes. She just <laughs> looked at me. Um, okay, that makes sense. Um, Six and a half to three and three quarters. Of all, oh, you're not going to get this one. I don't think I've ever shared this with you, but I know this one. Uh, of all oh, the ways... <laughs> I don't know this one of you, sorry, but I know this one for oh, myself. Oh, I understand. Of all the ways there are to die, which does your partner fear the most? Drowning. Oh, how do you know that? <laughs> I, I'll, be, I'll be specific and say anything that involves not being able to breathe. But drowning would be up there. How did you know that? Because you were scared of waves when you were a child, and it's carried and over boats. to that. We've talked about this. And boats. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> you just like, yeah. Um, yours... Burning to death. No. Drowning. I don't know what mine would be. Not burning to death. I mean, you don't really want to choose a lot of these options, but... Um, Seven and a half to four. I gave you a quarter point What type... Being you. Oh, what type of music does your partner secretly like, and what's a musical taste they have the most people wouldn't know they enjoy? Any gay like music. Now everyone who knows me knows that I have a gay music taste. Um, Yours would be country, I feel. I feel like that's not a secret. It should be. <laughs> <laughs> you like my country music. Well, that's your answer. That's no. definitely for you. No? I don't like country. Like a couple of songs maybe here and there, but... You know. What's your actual answer? I don't mind classical music. And I also don't mind some sort of like, not metal, like <laughs> screamo shit. I totally knew this once you said that. I'd but there's like, had this conversation. but there's like that kind of within temptation, evanescent style of hard rock that I don't mind. Actually, no. Scrap all that. It's rap. Hip hop. <laughs> I like good ha- rap and hip hop, which I don't think people will establish with me because I'm not black. And because you like really gay music. And because I also like dance music. Also, just to clarify, not only black people like rap. And not to, and also to clarify, <laughs> not only gay people like Madonna. <laughs> it's a stereotype. It's 2018. What would yours be then? Oh, I don't know. No? I like all kinds of Justin music. Bieber? I like Justin Bieber. I'll, I'll eat that. Um, it is seven and a half to four. What does your partner typically look forward to most about the weekend? Yours is working, right? <laughs> Making money. Um, Do I get a point for that? No. Oh, come on. Because my real answer... Sleeping in. ...is sleeping in. <laughs> um, not having to work is yours. You really like having weekends off. I do, work. but if I had to choose, I would give the same answer as sleeping, sleeping in. Sleeping in, really? So you don't get the point. Um, Seven and a half to five. Who is someone your partner considers to be a mentor or who has been a strong positive influence on their professional development? Professional Ooh. development? I wouldn't even know that one, I don't know. Oh. Actually, no. Okay, I was going to say your mom until we got to professional development. No, I, I could... You wouldn't know this one. I'd, I mean, if um, I had to choose an answer, I would choose a person. I think... That it's... Oh, I know this. No, you won't. No, I know this. It's the guy who worked for the games, who got you the job at the games. Or no, he works... No? Not not my actual name title of mentor from the Mercury. No, (laughs) sorry. Sorry, David Killick, if you're ever listening. Um, No. Professional mentor. 
I feel like mine might be like. I'm going to say one of your managers at McDonald's. I was going to say my head manager at McDonald's, maybe. But, like, I don't know. Do I get a half point for that? I don't know. Sure. Um, I would go with uh, my journalism teacher from year 11, Medzi. Yeah, I never would have known Tim that. Edwin. He was, like, he was really awesome. Um, but at the Mercury, Jane's Bresnahan. Brez, if you're listening, I like Brez. We had a little bit to do with before I ever worked there. Uh, and yeah, he's a good reporter and he's a good sports guy. So, um, yeah, I'll go with that. Um, how did your partner spend their summers as a child? You went to some lake, didn't you? No, that was at Christmas time or New Year's. You went to a lake. Um, you spent at a Bible camp. You went to a lake. <laughs> was I right? The first guess. Um, you hunted moose. Yes. And wore Mountie clothes and sung Celine Dion <laughs> while playing hockey, eating poutine, and apologizing. We play hockey. You don't have summer in, in Canada. It's a trick question. I get a point. We do have summer. You totally went to a lake place. Bamf. No, you went to that place <laughs> where the wedding is. Kelowna. Kelowna. I mean, like we'd go to the lake while we were there. I don't know. What did you do in summer? Um, we would go to my grandparents you for went some to, summers. Is it a lake, right? <laughs> it's like kind of near a lake. Yeah, I got half a point. Uh, that's not worth half a point. Fuck off. Um, a tenth of a point. <laughs> yeah, and we did summer camps a lot, like day camp. I said camp. No, you said Bible camp. Well, it's that's got the word camp in it. very different. That's like your argument about chocolate. It's got the word I chocolate. I didn't give myself half a point for that, so you don't get half a point for it either. You, during the summers when you were a child, hung out in the rumpus room because it was cooler than anywhere else in the house. I mean, that's... Yeah, but like, I mean, I won't you give you anything for You days off of school. I've told you specifically what we you, did at summer. Did you? Went camping. No, that's Christmas. No, that's summer. You went camping. When is summer in Australia? Christmas. Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Where did I I go camping? I got it right. In Tasmania. Oh my gosh. I've been there. I've been there. No, no, no. no. I can do this. Woolworths. What? And the other place is called Woolworths. Oh, Coles Bay. There we go. (laughs) I get it. Fine, whatever. Shut up. It's eight and a half. What are your partner's favorite and least favorite aspects of their work? Well, we don't have jobs, so. uh, (laughs) Uh, If we're talking about podcasting, what are my favorite and least parts about? Your least favorite part is corralling Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, hang on, hang on. (laughs) To be specific, it's not just Josh, it's everyone, it's organizing people. We don't get back to you. <laughs> Hello to all of our guests. Loved you over the years. You've been great. Um, your favorite part is this part. The Which is... recording part, talking to people. I think, like, talking to people in interviews would be your favorite part. I mean, yes, but I, I would specifically say my favorite part is I feel like I can be myself. I feel like the microphone brings out who I am as a person. That scares me, but Okay. Why does it scare you? Because I talk and I'm energetic and outgoing? <laughs> yes. Or that I like to talk to other people that aren't you? <laughs> so what's yours? I'm saying that I love you and I get two points for answering you that question You don't get correctly. two points, you get one. Uh, you like 
working because you like working. So you like <laughs> going out and doing things. You like interacting with people. You like your workmates. You like making coffee. You don't like standing on your feet all day. You don't like working with people who are too busy doing their latte art and not helping out. <laughs> That's not true. Um, no. You don't like... Um, I don't know what else you don't like. You don't like not being paid more. I mean, I get paid a lot here, though. Yeah, but you don't like work a day a week. So. Yeah. Anyway, I am I am I on the ballpark? There? I mean, I'll give you a point. Yay! I'm good. Okay, so it's now nine and a half to six. Well, I can't win because there's only two questions to go. Does your partner consider themselves more like their mother or their father? Your mom. Yeah, and you're going to be like your... Oh, actually. <laughs> Hang on. Well, the full question is... Father and mother in terms of personality in what way? Oh, in what way? Well, Do I have to answer that part? All of them? You like your mom. We just accept it. Oh, my farts. Uh, (laughs) I think you're more like your mom. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've met your dad, so I can't really... But from what I've seen of your mom, I can... I, I am see similar to my dad, mother. but I'm more similar to my mom. I can see resemblance in your mother, and that scares me. So, um. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know if you mean that, the fact that I'm similar to her, or that the fact that you, my mom scares you. Well, figure it out for yourself. Hello, Veronica, if you're listening, I love you. Uh, what? The final <laughs> question. She's not listening. Um, she tuned out over the stuff earlier on in this episode, which is inappropriate. Oh, it's now ten and a half to oh, six. You're winning. Oh, what? no, you got a point. Ten and a half to seven. What? I swear I was on seven before. No, you weren't. What purchase, this is the final question, is your partner, what purchase is your partner, Is that makes no sense, what purchase is your partner is currently considering what's on their wish list? I say like 50 things a day here, so... Oh, when uh, I've got money, beer. I'm going to buy this. Yeah, <laughs> take it. Um, you want chocolate. Because we couldn't sure. afford chocolate today. <laughs> we couldn't afford chocolate today. Actually, chocolate was on sale. Can you really hold that? Chocolate was on sale. This is where the sound it goes into. It was for the good stuff at Woolies today, and I was going to get some, but then I forgot. Okay, so there's scales here. So what did you get? I got ten and a half. Well, you got a point in the last one, so 11 and a half. 11 and And what did I get? Uh, three less than me. So, okay. And so, three and a half less than so me. So, if you score between Eight. five and nine points, so that's me. Maybe you've only been together a short time. Maybe you don't talk to each other much. Or maybe your conversations tend to be a particular type. E.g., you're both in the same profession and mainly talk about work. Ask yourself now, if your personal lives or careers are so demanding that you're not getting a chance to talk and connect, would it be worth bringing more balance to your relationship? Shut up. Uh, whereas yours says, if you score 10 to 15 points, you know your partner pretty well. In what categories do you know them less well? Maybe the two of you haven't talked much about your childhood experiences. Or you've shielded, she, 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 or you've shied, shy, she, shared, she, shy, she, she, I swear there's missing a letter in that word there. She, she, shied. Shy, oh, shied. You've shied away <laughs> See, I got a journalism degree, I swear I do. Oh, you shied. Oh, you shied away from talking about topics related to negative emotions. It's a big word. It's got... 
said shoo. <laughs> Apparently I'm dumb. Um, we need to answer some of these ones off here. All right. Thank you for joining. I'm crying. Not the first person to ever listen to this show and say that. Uh, moving on. <laughs> It's another week of talking about things that happen in the valley that is filled with beaker and cheese and boners. It's Joshua Shoebridge. Hello, Joshua. Welcome back to the show that you helped create. Or don't speak to me. That's fine. I am speaking. Oh, hello. Look at the wag there. Uh- <laughs> Hi, Josh. What? Hi, Ben. How are you, Josh? I'm good, Ben. It has the lag now. <laughs> I don't know why the lag is making you sound a certain direction. Um, how are you sitting there in your jumper of a team that lost to the Sharks by about 500 points about two weeks ago? Uh, go jump off a bridge. Which one? There's like lots in Brisbane. A big one. <laughs> how are it you? hasn't got anything soft on me. I'm good, man. You're I'm good. good. That's good. I'm good. Well, it's fun being have fun having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. We've covered all the bases. Um, you're good. I'm good. The world is good. <laughs> Sorry, Matt Damon. We've run out of time for you. Um, I, I like Matt Damon. Just thought I'd share that. So I actually watched a movie with Matt Damon in it the other night. What movie did you watch with Matt Damon in it the other night? Downsize. Oh, I want to see that movie. It's got Christoph Waltz in it too, doesn't it? It does, and it's it, it it it's an interesting story. So that's the one where they shrink people, right, to like live yeah, longer. Like, or something. They do. They shrink people to help take like the human footprint off the planet, so the planet can survive. Essentially, it's just it's 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 stopping the population problem, the overpopulation problem, without killing people. Right. Okay. And. <laughs> Yeah, was it worth your time to watch it? It was because it was interesting. It was. It, it's not like when you when I saw the trailer, I thought other things would happen. Like I did not expect the story that I saw. Right. Okay. Kind of like but the last it was, Jedi. It was, don't 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 <laughs> don't. Last Jedi was good. Oh, go Thank drink you. another cocktail of bullshit. Um, I watched. The Impossible the other night. I enjoyed that. That was pretty good. I didn't. Mallory didn't in the background. Uh, It was the one on the Boxing Day Tsunami. It's got Ewan McGregor and Naomi Watts and a very young Tom Holland in it, who's a very good actor. No, I have seen that. And yes, fantastic, fantastic movie. Very confronting. It is. It is. And that's, I think, movies that are like that can win. To be honest, like you want to see realism in it, you don't want to see like there's uh, a few uh, biopics that I'm looking forward to to watching. There's that, actually that are very- yeah, there's a couple of good ones this year: the Queen one and the the Neil Armstrong one. Even though, can I just point out, like like Ryan Gosling, just like nothing like Neil Armstrong. They should have cast Will Smith in the role; it would have been closer to accurate. I mean, it's just no. <laughs> Yeah, Fresh Prince of Apollo Eleven, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I like. I, like I, one of my favorite movies of all time is Apollo Thirteen. Same, and yeah, and it's like anything in that era. I 
I love that that time. Uh, not because of segregation or anything like that. <laughs> but... I love that's where but, uh, you go. I love the sixties, not because of the racism, but. <laughs> Speaking of racism, oh, I, God. I was. So, so we so we had a party at my place tonight, and was I was it a racism party? Some... Is that where you're going with this? <laughs> we were burning things. The Ku Klux Klan is alive and well in the Bigger Valley. Yeah, that's that's where Josh says I'm Mormon. He says as he puts his white hood on. Look at me being a Mormon. Yeah. Yes. No. No. But what what we were talking about is uh, the fact that because I'm I'm a Freemason now as well, and the my father-in-law goes, "Do you go burning crucifixes and chasing blacks out of the neighbourhood?" Ha 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 ha. Like that's not what Masons do, Mark. It's, not funny. It's it's Asian. Not funny at all. Black people. That's basically what it comes down to. No, Ben. That's that's crossing a line. Um, I <laughs> don't Freemasons build things or something like. <laughs> Freemasons Free are essentially a group of men who who want to make themselves better by doing some weird, very interesting ritual. Like and what? What is it? Are you allowed to tell me what these rituals are? Because this honestly sounds like you're burning things and scaring black people out of town. Well, no, no, well, it's very much like um, the the Mormon temple endowment. Um, so you're not allowed you know to talk a membership about. card. Yeah, essentially. So basically, <laughs> um, we cannot talk about this on here. <laughs> No, 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 no. It, 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 it's, it's all just in symbology and that sort of thing, which is, it's interesting. It's fairly interesting. Uh, you, you remember, um, uh, Cameron, um, Booty! Yes, Cameron, yes. <laughs> no, 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 put it <laughs> Not oh, that Cameron. Booty! Joshy! Uh, I, I don't want to say his full name on air, uh, just in case, but, uh, Atkinson, Cameron Atkinson. Um, I vaguely picture his face in my head, yes. I just yeah, see the yeah, word camera. Like, he, and I just go, Joshy! <laughs> Sorry. Go, <laughs> go. Yeah, and uh, the, in all honesty, his voice is tucked away in my head for when I ever do voice acting, because he is just a character all himself. Is that just he like Sebastian like... Danny Minogue? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I think, like, yeah, but with that one, with 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 Sebastian's Danny Minogue, I reckon you can do it justice by because he thinks he's German, so you could go, "Who are you listening?" Uns Danny Minogue. No one in the German language has ever uttered the words Danny Minogue. <laughs> can we just establish that right now? There's no way you can make Danny Minogue sound angry. <laughs> like, it's just he's like, yeah, Danny Minogue, super fantastic. <laughs> Must better than Kylie, yeah? No, no, Germany. No. Anyway, yeah, sorry. So Cameron Atkinson is a Freemason. Uh, yeah, and there's a, f- a few other a few other people from back home who are who are now Masons. And I thought, oh yeah, but but, but like Might I don't well. get like what what is what is, why like is it a religious thing? Is it like a a thing to just no? It's it's like it's it's like being a member of like the Rotary Club or the Lions Club. <laughs> so you sell nice little lollies to little kids. No, we do charity stuff. We're just not as in your face about it. Right. Okay. If people it's... think we're 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 a secret society to run the world. I'm I'm picturing that episode of The Simpsons with the stone cutter, stone cutters. You know who That's rigs every Oscar night. We do. 
my my sister-in-law Simone, uh, when she found out uh, that I I became a mason, she sent me a photo of Homer yeah. connected to the Rock Triumph. <laughs> I love that episode. Oh, I remember when The Simpsons used to be good. Um, oh, that's fun. I have deliberately. You know what? Actually, no. Tell a lie. I became a member of something on the weekend. What? The Woolworths Rewards Club. <laughs> Actually, no, hang on, hang on, don't laugh. I also became a member of the library in the last week. The Logan Library of Queensland. Yep, I'm Holy cool. Do you remember when I used to work at the library in high school? Weren't you glad you were my friend? I was working with you in Did the you? library. I don't remember you working with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got all the chicks. Um, at our all boys <laughs> yeah, high school. We... <laughs> uh, we were popular, weren't we? That, that, that's when the, the the closeted gays took you up the back of the library. Excuse me, I did not hang out with Jaden and Anthony in that when they went that way. Thank you very much. We all know that my group of four, all three of them, were gone in a certain direction, and I'm yet to come out yet. And Somebody behind me is laughing and is waiting for that to happen. You know what? Actually, can I just point out that Mallory behind me laughing? She said in a Valentine's Day card to me that part of the reason why she loves me is because I'm a bit gay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hi to um, everyone who I don't know say. Um, oh, that makes me laugh. Um, uh, I She's think- a. She's a she's a what now, Josh? She's a keeper. She's, she's a, keeper. a keeper right there. She's a wicket keeper. Um, I seem to be asking everybody this question this week, uh, and getting varying responses. Are you excited for the World Cup, Josh? I can't be fucked, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be, no, no, to be honest, I, I I am a little bit. Um, just say, I think my level of excitement, right? This is where it matches the World Cup. And the summit with Kim Jong Un and Trump. <laughs> Actually, that's equal. That's going to be pretty exciting. I, I kind of am intrigued to see the photo because I think everyone's seen that photo during the week. There was two that came out. It was like Trump just sitting at a table looking nonchalant while uh, what's the name from Germany uh, was just standing over him, like yelling at him, looking very German. And then there was a picture of, like, Justin Trudeau sitting there, like, going, like, oh, I'm going to yell at you because I'm Justin Trudeau. And Donald Trump just sitting there, like, going, oh, I'm bored. <laughs> so, like, I just want to see this like, picture. I've heard it before <laughs> as Trump. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Can we, can we just establish, though, that, like, it's going to be hard mm. press that if something comes out of this and North Korea, let's hypothetically, does get rid of its nukes and within a year or two... It's just called Korea. They merge and it's all friendly. Like, Donald Trump has done this. <laughs> so like, they can't no, well, that, that, take that, that, that away from the thing, him. right? This is the thing, right? Trump, he's a president who actually does stuff. He's not one who gets up and goes, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and you know what, blah, 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 and not do it. But like, like, there are there are numerous presidents where you can do that. And... and it, the, like each president is good for something, right? And we we all know like Obama was good at being black. Trump's good at doing stuff, right? <laughs> what? Nothing I'm being, at all. Okay. That's an appropriate statement to say. Keep moving on. <laughs> and, now, what would you say? George Bush, George W. was good at 
um, being funny and giving his comedic humour with his dumb sayings. I believe his that fish and, and fish and human beings can coexist in peace and harmony. An exact George W. Bush quote. No, like, like seriously, I've been going through like lately the um, like George George Bush's quotes, right? Because they're just <laughs> just freaking awesome. You. Go to YouTube and David Letterman used to do a weekly segment. Oh, there's a nightly segment, great moments in president speeches, like history. So he would get like, you know, you would see, uh, John F. Kennedy, you know, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do, like all the great speeches. And then he would shove George W. Bush in there. And like, just, there's like a compilation of them on there and like the fish and animal, the human beings one. And he gets there and he's trying to like do that, you know, you fool me, shame on you, fool me, whatever it is. So he gets there and he's like, you fool me once, shame on you. You fool me again. You, <laughs> you can't get fooled again. again. <laughs> one and one of the funniest ones, is, like, ones yeah. is when he's coming out of like the Air Force helicopter and he's carrying his dog and he drops his dog on his head. <laughs> he just keeps walking. <laughs> and there's another one, he just keeps walking and he just like spits. He like hucks a gourmet on the side. <laughs> This is the thing. I remember See, when Bush was president, it was like, oh, he's so dumb. Like, oh, this is such an embarrassment. But, but like, everyone misses George W. Bush now because he was Because so he was funny. cool. Like, so he was like, one, 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 of my, like, one of my favorite things that he ever said, like, it was after the Pope gave a sermon. It wasn't just like, it was like during mass or something like that. And Bush gets up and goes, thank you, your holiness. Great speech. Awesome. <laughs> Well, this is the thing, like, you rank all the, like, the last few. So, like, Clinton was kind of like your creepy uncle that's going to hit on anything with boobs and then probably yeah. try and do more. George W. Bush is, is like the, the, the cool, lame uncle that's just a bit dumb, but, you know, you love him because he's just a bit special. Obama's like the cool guy you just want to hang out with and shoot hoops with. And Donald- he's like, <laughs> like, like, you know who will play him in his biopic is Will Smith. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Um, and then Trump, well... He's Trump. <laughs> He's Trump. He's Trump. Um, yeah, but, but but Trump, like, that's the thing, but Trump is actually getting stuff done. But not all of it's good. He, he, he's, he's doing his best. He can only do what he can do in the political climate of America. Like, he, he, like there are certain things that he needs to get Congress to push through, and when there's so many Democrats in front of it, that's the hard part. And then when you've got Republicans who are absolute wankers who will not actually vote with their party, nothing will get but, done. But you just do like also what's have here. a guy who can, like, just say whatever he wants with doesn't care and, you know, accusing Canada of burning down the White House. Like, I mean, he just, like... I mean, come on, Josh. Like, I, I, I it's he all well and good to be fans of people, but I mean, this guy just—he needs to calm down on the things he says sometimes. I know. Don't get me wrong; he does say some pretty funny stuff, and then it's just going to be think that's what it's going to be. Like, we're going to be talking about this, say, five, six years down the track. Oh, I remember when Trump was president. We used to read his Twitter, and it was like this racist uncle who would do, he, you'd never invite him anywhere because he's just like black people. I think get it's, off my it's, just, it's entertaining. To, the, the most entertaining thing I find is just watching people's reaction to everything. Like you know, in this day and age so of angry. social media and everything. But like, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that in two years' time. Two and a half years' time when there's a new president, whether it's President Oprah, President Michelle Obama, President Kanye West, whoever it is. I hope hope to hell it's not Oprah. Well, that we basically... Could you imagine her at the UN? 
She'll be at the UN, right? And you'll be like, look what Oprah's got for you. Look under your seat. You've got a nuke. You've got a nuke. We've all got nuke. We've all got freedom. Um, but like everyone's going to be saying in a few years time how boring the next president is like, oh God, we've got nothing to talk about. Like all the late night show hosts are going to be like, yeah, President Oprah today hugged a child. <laughs> like it's just going to be president boring. Today, it's not like what we've got in Australia. About- like when do you ever hear anybody, like I swear to God, in, in my entire lifetime, this is the one period of my life that I never hear anything reported on our prime minister. Like it's legitimately like... Oh, that's right. We have a leader. Like, cause Malcolm Turnbull, I like him. He doesn't do anything. No, no, I, I, I well, you know how I feel about Turnbull. This is a weird thing. He's a liberal. You love him. I hate I him. I love him. I uh, like him. <laughs> yeah, he's not Rudd. Like, seriously, I would vote for Rudd again if he ran. Oh, and, and to be honest, there, there is even talks that John Howard's going to oh, run again. Oh, God, I'm, I'm glad I'm leaving this country. <laughs> he's coming back in. <laughs> ah, Ben, what do you say? Ah, oh, little Johnny. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he like about ninety and dead now? I mean, for God's sakes, he he's, he still does his jogs. Oh God! I will say one thing I do like about John Howard is his little jogs in his little track suits, and uh, you know that when he tries to ball cricket balls, like that's kind of funny. That's <laughs> not Kevin Rudd playing handball in the schoolyard. <laughs> Fair shake of the old sauce bottle, Josh. <laughs> The funniest video of all time, though, with him is just that outtake one when he was trying to do the Chinese translation. It's like, oh, will someone get this fucking thing working? What what I found, what was it there? I was watching, like, so, you know, we were talking about John Safran before. I mean, talks with his management and all that sort of stuff. And he did a segment in, on his... Uh, series uh, John Safran versus God, where he went up to Parliament Steps and he was talking to all these young MPs. Like he was talking to like, um, was it what was that Tasmanian guy Dick Dick, Dick Adams? Dick, is it Dick Dick Adams? Um, Julia Gillard when she was just an MP and, <laughs> and like going up and doing like weird things, saying that they were vampires. And he walked up to one of the step meetings where Kevin Rudd was giving something. This is when he was just an MP. He wasn't a minister. He was just an MP. And he goes, uh, he goes, uh, Mr. Rudd, are you a, are you a vampire? And Rudd's reaction, his comeback was awesome. He goes, that's a very interesting question. Uh, I find it uh, very inconceivable that someone would approach an MP during a step meeting, asking them if they're a vampire whilst resembling one. <laughs> and then walked away. <laughs> I that's like it's funny you say that because I remember I rewatched all the chases stuff maybe a couple of years ago and it was it was a similar thing because like you know back in like two thousand and three when they did CNN and N and N and N and N and N and and they would go to like Parliament House and there was yeah like there was interviews with just Kevin Rudd MP and Julia Gillard and back you know when Tony Abbott was like the health minister and things like that and you're like holy crap these people are like going on and even like you know Malcolm Turnbull of course he was like the head of the Republican movement in nineties it's just it's weird to see. Just, you know, these people that... I mean, who's going to be... Is Barnaby Joyce going to be Prime Minister in 10 years' time? I doubt it. I doubt it. He'll be taking his son to cricket practice. Um, <laughs> um, you know what? That, that's something that's really pissed me off. It was like the amount of attention that's been given to him. Well, that like, sums up cares? politics right now with this country, Josh, because nothing's happening. We only that's care just... about some ex-deputy Prime Minister's had sex with his secretary. That's about it. <laughs> 
No, it's, it's just like, who gives a crap? Do you know what? I, we had a very, uh, I don't want to say exciting. It was, it was a tragic incident happened in the Beaver Valley last week. Uh, it was Friday, Friday, not Friday a few nights ago, Friday a week ago, uh, where a dickhead um, killed his, or he stabbed his, his grandma and his grandfather, stole a car, knocked the guy's head off with a hammer, and there was a massive uh, manhunt, and they blocked off like twenty k's of of road because he went off road, and they couldn't find. They found him in the end, charging with murder and all that sort of crap. Yet there was more in the news about this stupid interview than there was about this incident happened here. And it was, it was and like one of the guys, the guy who got carjacked and died, he he was a, a former police officer in the area, so it was, it was a local local legend sort of thing. And it's, just, it's like, hold on, there's more important things happening. Who gives a crap about a guy who cheats on his missus and then gets a staff of pregnant? Who gives a crap? Who? We don't need it. We don't care. It's 2018 where, you know, everything just happens and it's just, you will just wonder, why is this news? Um, yeah, but, but then you've got people who go, oh, don't talk to me about that. I'll get triggered. I'll get <laughs> triggered and I'll go into, I'll need a safe space and like. <laughs> Don't listen to back, this show. Look, seriously, back in back in the forties, right? Eighteen year old. <laughs> Can I just say, Josh, where... is that another one of your favourite eras? Not all the Nazi stuff, but I love the forties. <laughs> yeah, but l- listen, just, just hear me out on this, right? In oh. the forties, eighteen year olds were in boats getting ready to storm the beaches at Normandy. All right, fair call. It's factual. Now, eighteen year olds need a safe space because words hurt. Uh, you've seen that. I think you shared that video, didn't you, of uh, John Cleese talking about political correctness and things being offensive. Yes. Yeah. Well, Bill, Billy Conley famously said that political correctness is the language of cowardice. That's that's a good way of summing it up. I like that. It is. It is. And like, you can't make a joke now without having to have a group of lawyers. Like, look what happened to Roseanne Barr, where it's like, where she tweeted something about. She, it was like she said one racist thing, and yet now she's got an entire show cancelled. Mm. Well, you know, it's the world we live in. And, I mean, is it just going to keep going downwards, or is it just all of a sudden going to hit peak stupidity, and then all of a sudden it's, uh, you know, back to normality? I don't think we're ever going to get back to normality, to be honest. Mm. Well, I mean, who knows? In 10 years' time, we might be thinking, oh, I remember back in 2018 when things were good. <laughs> oh, you can't say brown anymore because that's racist. Well, I'm surprised you're where you're living. Your street's still allowed to be a street. Um, <laughs> we're going to lake at the end. It's called Blackfellas Lake, so I think that's fine. Um, you know, it's funny. Like, oh, I was at football the other night, and I kicked the ball, and I was like, oh, man, that was gay. And someone said, you can't say that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it was. It was a gay kick. It It was gay. <laughs> That's could be offensive. Said who on this football? Who in the club is gay? Point them out to me. And then he said, oh, "Over here, he's gay." I said, "All right, Daryl, come over here." I kicked the ball, and it like I showed him how I kicked it, and he goes, "Yeah, that was pretty gay." So, <laughs> I mean, okay, fair enough. <laughs> but seriously, this is like. How how often like like you can think of things that you could say like Naomi right my wife and she went went and did a thing in America where she was a, a counselor at a, a summer camp 
and she was asked to do any, many, money, mo. Now in Australia, I don't know about you. Yeah, I know. I know, about I know where you're going with it. Yep. Okay, you 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 learnt the rhyme with the N word, correct? Uh, no, no, no. I I learnt the rhyme where they replaced the N word with Tigger, and I never knew what it originally was until I, I learnt it when I was older. But when I grew up, it was catch a Tigger by the toe. Okay. Well, I went to to kindergarten in New South Wales. What's wrong with that? Valerie's going off at me for it. Yeah, the original was catch a N word by the toe. Yeah, there you go. See. Okay. So in in New South Wales, that's what we were taught. So when I'm like well, grade one, South grade Wales two, is that... New South Wales. So I remember my school teacher saying it right, and. So so Naomi's over in, in America, and she's like, can you do any, any more? So she does it, and they're like, oh, you can't say that. And she's like, what do you guys say then? I remember in prep um, when you used to say easy peasy Japanesey, um, and then that we were told off for saying that in like when we were like, well, six or seven, like, don't say that, that's racist. Um, but I my, my introduction to the N-word, can I just point this out? Is that no, no, no? <laughs> this is it's, it's the N word. It's an interesting story because I had a friend in primary school, and we were in our library, and we were going through all these books, and we found a book on the country of Nigeria in Africa, N I G E R, Nigeria. But we thought it was pronounced the N word, and we yeah. didn't. We didn't know. We were probably like seven. We honestly didn't know that that was a bad word. That was just like saying. Toilet, like it's just a word to us. So we would go yeah. around the school calling each other the N word. And then one time at dinner, I remember my sister and I were having an argument, and I turned around and flat out said in front of my parents, "I'll oh, shut up, Lindsay." Uh, N word. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine that went down well. Uh- <laughs> Especially with your progressive parents. That would have been fantastic. Speaking of which, like, she got me into trouble when I was younger because, like, you know, as a little kid, you just, like, rhyme words. You're just sitting there going, like, cluck, duck, nuck, suck, duck. But, like, you're little, you're dumb. You just don't know what you're saying. So, like, I was doing that one time and I'm just, like, going, cluck, duck, rack, 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 fuck. And, again, I'm like, fine, don't know what it means. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I got into trouble because I, for the first time in my life, I uttered the F word. And apparently it was a bad, like, what? I didn't know that was a bad word. <laughs> so, I, you know, like, kids don't know that. And, like, Alex is the same, right? You know, my, my four-year-old, he, like, couldn't say certain words. Like, so, truck was um, F-U-C-K. Uh, broken. <laughs> broken was F-U-C-K-I-N-G. And dinosaur was... Dinosaur was dog S H I T. How is dinosaur translate to dog shit? That's how he. That's Daddy, how can we go watch Jurassic Park? I love all the dog shits in it. Yeah, but this is how uh, he, he, he was only one at the time when he was saying this, and he had a a, a monster truck toy that was a dinosaur. It was a, so, and he came into our room run one morning. And it was broken, and he, he all he said, and he, I'm, I'll say the normal words. You can fill in the blanks with his language. Was broken dinosaur truck, and it was broken <laughs> dog shit fuck. <laughs> no, broken, broken, broken was it was effing. 
it's like it's effing dogs. See, I like this is the thing. I'm going to be a terrible father, and I really hope Mallory's listening encourage to this. That. Because like I like I'm a person who I swear a lot. Like I I'm Australian. I'm proud of it. I swear a lot. I can control myself. I'm good at it around certain people. But that is so true. Did I swear in front of your mother? No, I did not. Um, but like, I remember when Lindsay first had Link, you couldn't even say the word fart in front of like a three month old baby that's staring up going, damn, I'm a baby. Like, I mean, as if Link's going to get to like my age, oh, I can't, you know, I can't stop saying fart because I was taught it as a three month old, but she was so like, ow. Yes, but my, yet you my go uncle, around- my uncle was so vulgar. But you would go around to her house to which her and her husband are partial to death metal screamo where everything's like fucking fucking shit fuck 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 and like just sitting there waiting for dinner to cook Link's in the crib going doom a baby and then all of a sudden in the background you've got Adam listening to fucking rip your fucking gut down and piss down your throat and I'm like yeah okay then that's yeah no well, yeah, your your sister's weird. Okay, well, she's not my sister. But she's weird. I didn't say that. <laughs> um, anything else to add? Because we're going to come back and we're going to sing. I'm so excited. We are. You, you and we I, are. I, I'm not. I'm not. But you're not excited. I said yes. Why aren't you excited? Uh, I, I said yes. I think that's enough, right? <laughs> you gave consent. It's not. Uh... <laughs> Stop it. Um, and and I, I said yes, but I didn't want it to happen. Um, <laughs> trigger warning. Trigger That's warning. That's all right. right By the time you'll accuse me of uh, forced singing, and then uh, I'll go to jail. Um, Josh, thank you. We'll sing with you very soon. Oh, thank you, Ben. This week, it is another episode where we're going to play this. That time of the week to play everybody's favorite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. Let's forget the lyrics. But you know what's even more exciting is that this isn't flashback forget lyrics. This is brand spanking 2018 new. And it's so real. It's so excited that we've even got this man back on the line to do it again. It's the first time I think Josh has done this in like 50,000 years. Hello, Josh. Welcome back. I'll tell you what. This is this is big, mate. This is bigger than when the Spice Girls got back together for something that didn't happen. <laughs> yes. This is bigger than NSYNC. This is bigger than, bigger than Backstreet Boys. Heck, this is bigger than some dude who sang really well back in the 40s. <laughs> One of your favourite eras, okay. as we've discovered. Um, now, we're going to do a special one uh, this week um, for a couple of reasons. Firstly, Josh doesn't really listen to much popular music, so he doesn't really know songs unless it's sung by DC Talk. So we have decided to... Screw you, bitch! Mallory just said in the background that DC Talk is a good band and I'm questioning our relationship. But we also need to pay tribute to the late Eunice Gason, as well as the very late Roger Moore. It's been a year since he died. Uh, so we're going to do James Bond songs this week. Uh, I'm surprised we actually haven't done all of the James Bond songs. We've only done about five or six of them. But uh, I think you've been involved in the majority of them. But uh, we're going to do a solo each. We're going to do a duet together. And then Mallory can't really rank us because she's not going to be here Josh's side of things. But Mallory's going to come up with the subjects. And then we can sort of give each other points in a way. But are you excited for this, Josh? Because it's been some time. Listeners, we let. Yeah, you know what? I was just thinking. 
Um, back in the day when we, we would do the duets, we used to actually talk about who's doing what. We, we haven't actually planned on who's doing what in the duet yet. <laughs> it's There's going to be some tricky editing. We're going we, to screw this up. Yeah, probably. Um, it, there is. There is. Are we, are we do, which one are we doing first? Well, I was going to say we'll do the duet last. So uh, one of us will go solo first. Do you want to go solo first? I'll, I'll dump you in it. No, you, no, 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 you go solo first. I've got to load up the... the You've got um, to load up? On what? What are you the, doing? I've got to load up. You know what I'm going to load up on. That sounds um, very <laughs> wrong. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, so the James Bond theme that I have chosen uh, is the 1987 classic by the Norwegians... Norwegians? Norway's greatest ever band, AHA. Um, it is the Living Daylights. Can I just point out, the uh, acoustic version of AHA's Take On Me is quite effective in Deadpool 2. Um, but <laughs> this is the karaoke version I'll be singing, The Living Daylights. Now, um, Mallory in the background is going to come up with the subject matter in just a second. She's come up with one. I'm nervous. Um, how are you feeling I'm going to go here, Josh? I don't know if you want to psych me out here or anything or... You know what? You know, I could be just like uh, the dude off the X Factor. Simon you Cow. Go, you know what, Ben? <laughs> you know, yeah, Simon Cow. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm Simon Cow right now. <laughs> and you know what, Ben? I, I'm not excited. I must say, I'm not excited. I sound, I sound more like Christopher Kane. Michael Kane. <laughs> Michael Kane, right Kane now, but... all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so people should know how this works. If you don't, then why the hell are you listening to the brink? Um, Mallory doesn't know how to work. Okay, well, we've chosen our karaoke versions. You're going to tell me a subject. I have to sing about the subject you told me, and I've got to use none of the original words, which you don't know this song, so you can't judge me. Josh does. Now, Josh, you're not going to hear the audio of the song on your side, but you'll hear me singing, so just play along with it. You know the song. Oh, yeah. But when you listen back to this, you will hear the song, uh, if all that is making sense. Um, all right. Mallory Foster in the background. Uh, what is my subject I have to sing about? Your 10 favorite things about me. Your t- <laughs> my 10 favorite things about Mallory. What's the appropriate level of this? Very. Oh, damn it. Well, that takes two there. things out. Um, <laughs> her eyes and nose. All right. 10 favorite things about Mallory to the living daylights by Aha. Holy crap. All right. Are we all ready? And uh, Judge is ready. <laughs> Skater's ready. Gladiator's ready. Uh, <laughs> I miss Gladiator's. You remember Gladiator's? Gladiator's awesome, Gladiators. man. I remember that. Cheetah was hot. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, I can care. Yes, good. Uh, and Vulcan was cool. All right. Here we go. <laughs> he was in the world. It's not enough. Uh, uh, <laughs> the Living Daylights singing ten, my 10 favorite things. About Mallory. Okay. That was a good song. I hope this has got lyrics on the screen. I wasn't going to be screwed. All right, here we go. Hey, Mallory, where are you going? Up to the shop to do some sewing. Maybe I should look at you next. Find out what my favorite things are. This is the high pitch video. Oh shit! 
she's got nice eyes and they're really nice to see. Her hair is pretty, even though it doesn't go to her knee. I also like the way she does nearly things out of a bum. That's a weird one, but we're past the number one. <laughs> now it's <laughs> not I'm going to now. This is really awkward with you checking the music. Alright, I've done three things. It's time to get through seven more. Or she has nice clothes <laughs> that are pretty. She's also got a cute bum. I meant to sing about things that are appropriate. Taking away a few things, such as things that I can't see about. She's a good cook and she makes decent cordial. She also snores occasionally, which is okay because it's not as much as me. Mallory's top ten things. Two or three more to go, don't I? Um. Mole and a chin. There we go, that's eight. Uh, she likes football. That's nine. Uh, oh no, I've run out of words. Oh no, it's the instrumental bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. I really want to know what people in this house are thinking is happening right now. <laughs> Going on. Play the synthesizer, Joss. Keep going. That's good. Yo. Uh, a rap. Mallory, she's sitting on the bed. She likes to look at a shed. But before you know it... Oh, shit, there's more words. I've got two more. One more. Two more. One more. Shit. Um, I'll say two more if it gives me to 11. Um, she has a nice backpack that has lots of stuff in it, Mallory's backpack, <laughs> and if I need to say one thing more, she has a pretty phone cover, <laughs> okay, are we, are we, am I finished, keep going, there's only a few more lyrics, Mallory's got more than 10 things that I like about her. There's a lot more to say about her. I think I've lost the tune of this song. Let's just be honest, Valerie has nice things about her. Really, played out the song. Far out, that was an epic. What three things were about you? Oh, he's playing again. Well, they were about you. You own them? <laughs> right. Piggy. Piggy? I said picky, oh, picky, P-I-C-K-Y, not oh, P-I-G-D-I-E. I like the way when I put a nose up like a pig, she snorts for me. It's cute. Uh, 
what you do in the bedroom should stay That's off the podcast. Um, all right, what do I get out of 10? I don't know who I'm asking Mate, that was yet. so bad it gave me cancer. It was so bad it gave you cancer. Wow. <laughs> Jesus, Josh, you crossed the okay, line. Okay, no, but friend. saying that, okay, my, my, my judgment comes off the fact that all I heard mm. was you. All you heard was me. That's true, that's true. You didn't hear Aha's great music in the background. Uh, Mallory, did you just give me a four? That's bullshit. I don't like you anymore. I'm taking three of those things off that I like about you. Um, Josh, what do I get? I'm I'm giving you a two. Oh, God, you both suck. One, one because I don't like giving a zero. (laughs) And two, because... You gave me a two. Yeah. Give me two. (laughs) All right. Over to you then, mister. Uh, you are going to be what, singing what? to... To... Golden <laughs> Bono and the Edge or Tina Turner? <laughs> Tina Turner. We're going Nutbush City on this. Nutbush City. Simply the best. <laughs> so nice that Tina Turner wrote a song about me. Anyway. Um, all right. Am I giving you a topic or is Mallory? <laughs> I'm glad Josh is laughing at that. Nutbush! Hang on, hang on a second, Josh. Mallory in the background is saying that you can how sing about, about how much, Josh, do you know about Disney? Tell what, what does she what does she want me to sing about? And I'll what say if I know. You do, this is great podcasting, by the way. What do you want Josh to sing about? Well, well, <laughs> just tell her, tell me what, and I'll see if I can. No, I'll this isn't a pick and choose. If she gives you a subject, you sing about it. <laughs> I don't feel bad. Okay, I'll keep this okay. subject for the lightning round. The lightning round? What game do you think we're playing? We don't playing? do the lightning round. Like, yeah, we're not going to sing like a two-minute song in 30 seconds. That's just stupid. <laughs> yes, Mallory? We have a ten things one, two. A ten, ten things? No, 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 no. I can't do that one. Ten no, no, what's a, tell, tell the, ten, okay, no, Josh, hey, stop, Josh, 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 Josh. Ten favorite Star Wars moments. Oh, I knew you'd hard. like that one. Give him the easy hard one. one <laughs> that's a one. There's no lightning round. What game are we playing? It's a duet. It's... We're doing the cell. All right. Okay. The thing is, Mallory cannot hear anything right now. So <laughs> this is not going to be anything. All right, Josh. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Hang on. Mallory is coming up next to me. I'm ready. Okay. Josh, I'm counting you in. Press play in three... Two, one. Hold on, hold on, oh, I'm not ready. <laughs> He's only had like ten minutes to prepare this. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's this is why no one listens to so Are you ready? Piss off. Don't yes. tell me to piss off, I'm religious. I'm a stonemason. Alright, are you ready? Three, two, one. Danny Minogue. You won't believe the music. <laughs> Anakin murdering younglings, making him more in the dark side. Jar Jar dying that we never see. This is the ten things I like about Star Wars movies. <laughs> Obi-Wan murdering Maul. 
Enigma to Cody, shooting Obi-Wan. I've lost count already, but this is the Star Wars, the best movie series, second to James Bond. I always love Natalie Portman in that ripped white shirt, too. Anakin getting burnt to a crisp in the end of episode three. My favourite part, you know, is the Ewoks kicking off the Empire. Duffel then cut into two pieces and the Emperor getting chucked down into a pit. <laughs> I think that's ten. I really do. Are you done? Or are you keep going? It's more Star Wars music <laughs> coming on. Hang on, I don't know if he's stopping. Solo was all right. What? But I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to end it now. All right, I heard the, the crowd cheering. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fact you didn't... Oh, we hung up on it. <laughs> wow. That, um... <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> 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 no, my computer just went, I'm going to take a shit on your brain. You just got so disillusioned that you decided to hang up on us. <laughs> um, can, I, can I just point out... Uh, the the sad fact that you did not mention uh, Luke, I am your father is a favourite moment of Star Wars. Stuff you. I'm pretty sure. I thought I did well. I think mentioned. the I think the fact. Okay, no, 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 no. I think the fact that I mentioned kids getting murdered as my first one. <laughs> true. Is an epic epic win. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's that's a valid point. So, um, now, now my question here, right? Okay, this is a valid question. <laughs> How, and Mallory, how many Star Wars movies have you seen? Don't ask that question. She hasn't seen any. How the hell can she judge? Because um, she has... Because I can count to ten, unlike some other people in the Skype call. Don't be friends to the Milo Both of us suck, okay? I know. Um, okay, I'm giving you okay, a three. Go. Okay, go. I'll stuff you. Mallory? I am also giving you a three. Yes! Collectively, I got more than you, Ben. No, you've got the same. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll settle it in your duel. All right. You need to let go of the headphones right now. Cause okay. You... Well, what, what, okay. 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 What, 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 is our, what is our duel okay. going to be? What's well, your... first of all, um, this is a really weird thing for you to be able to write on me while I'm trying to sing. Um, the What is the subject of the duel? All right. So... You can rock, paper, scissors to decide who represents which side. No, no, no. Of your we can't duel. do both sides. We've got to be the one subject for the song. It doesn't make sense. No, it's a, it's a debate. Oh, it's a debate. Oh, oh, look at this. We're getting fancy on forget the lyrics now. No, no, no. no don't do the sides because this could be something about and I, but like, could be on different sides of the fence off. What's the debate? We're, we're good at debating and arguing Is it about one you? another. No, it's not about me. <laughs> For once. It's about Disney movies. Oh, God. Which one? I've not seen. Okay. Okay, go. Well, go. I was going to do us. Frozen and Tangled, but then I've I decided you're both old them. men, 
So, okay, so you know, I have, I have children. The only time I've seen Frozen is on certain websites, which I'm not meant to watch. But the what? What are the Snow White and Cinderella? I don't know if I've seen. What do we? No, no, we haven't seen those ones. Basic stories. So what am I? Who's debating? Can we do like the Lion King versus um, uh, Moana or something like that? Yeah, let's. I like that. I'm doing Team Lion King. Uh, uh, team Moana then, because the rocks in it. Okay, deal. Deal. All right. So who who's singing first? Oh, so so you're going to do the first verse, and I'll do the second verse. Yeah. So I'll do from the first bit to the first chorus, and then you. So you'll finish it. the you'll finish the first chorus, I'll let and I'll you do know the next. When, this is great podcasting. Yet I will let you know when I'm about to hand over to you. The thing is that I need to do that is because I need to fade out the music on my side so I can do some fancy editing later. So anyway. The point is, okay. The point is, I will start. We need to hit play at the same time. <laughs> We're being so technical here. Just, both okay. our listeners are thrilled. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I got Peter on it. Peter's on it. Okay. <laughs> Billy, good camera on the line. Uh, gorgeous. <laughs> gorgeous. All right. So we're going to count to three. Count down from three, and on the word "go," I will hit play. Okay. We're good. Yep. Mallory, good. Yes, I just need to be able to hear. Okay. And the count of three. Three, two, one, go. Anytime I actually appreciated Dill. Rawr, a lion. Kuna Matata. What a better phrase than you're welcome. The Lion King. The greatest Disney movie ever made. It has lots of lions in it. And some Timon animals, meerkats, and the ones that Pumbaa is, because this is the Lion King. Warthog. It's so much better than Moana. Don't need the rock in it, because you've got Rowan Atkinson. And Mallory doesn't know who Rowan Atkinson is. Go piss off back to the other side of the room. Because the Lion King has more storyline. It makes you cry in it. Because, spoiler alert, Mufasa dies. And then Simba cries. It's Jonathan Taylor Thomas, remember him. Then it's Matthew Broderick and other cool people because it's The Lion King. And I'm going to fade down now because Josh is going to take over The Lion King. I see your Rowan Atkinson playing a bluebird with a big beak but Alan Tudyk does a better bird that's a chicken in it didn't you know 
Lion King is a rip-off of the play Hamlet. And the rock is cooler than a lion. Let's see the islanders go against a lava monster. Not a creepy uncle with a weird nickname. Cause Moana is better. But that's bullshit. You're full of it. Your Newcastle and New South Wales brain. Stupid. I got the Richmond. Okay, no. Okay, you didn't because you didn't sing about Moana. You simply talked down the Lion King. You barely mentioned anything about it and you just talked about my movie. Which means that I'm winning this. Because it's better than Moana. Moana's based on nothing more than stupid things, and that little girl's weird, and I don't like it. You sing this last bit. And I'm the best. You're in a vest. Moana is better than the Lion King. Let's look at all himself. But Django Fett was also in it. He was. Her father, didn't you know, in the island, they like coconuts, not bugs. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts in the movie, sung by Rowan Atkinson in the Lion <laughs> I have a girl hanging off my ear. I've got you in the background. I've got everything happening in my head, and it's just a regular Monday for me. So, um, yeah. But I think I did well, Mallory. You gave up halfway through. <laughs> what what score are you giving us, Mallory? Why do we both get two and a half? I was so much better than Josh. No, I think I rebutted. I named a bunch of people that she didn't know. So she doesn't know who Matthew Broderick is. She doesn't know who Jonathan Taylor Thomas is. Rowan Atkinson. It's not my fault you're a baby. Uh, Did she live under a rock? She lives under a rock because she was born two years after The Lion King came out. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, but no, that's bullcrap. Seriously, look, like, if she can... I bet you there was a moose that lived in her neighbourhood that she named and she knows. And she expects us to know. She, she can know who Mr. Bean is. She can know. I, I, can I just off. say, I don't know if that's I'm slightly pro- racist against Canadians. But <laughs> she, he said that there's you know a moose that lives in your neighbourhood that you're expecting we should know or something. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, that was fun. We should do that again. Uh- <laughs> With a song that has equal choruses. Yes, and we need to plan that out a little bit better. Josh, always a pleasure. Thank you for ruining music with me tonight. <laughs> always, mate. Alrighty. Uh, we've had a lot going on in this episode. Uh, two weeks ago, we heard this one go, food. A week ago, we heard her say, cookies. This week, she's going to say, sleep. I knew she was going to say that. Um, have you had a fun time this week? 
It's been wonderful, Ben. It's been wonderful. Thank you for letting me co-host this episode with you. Yo, do we call them episodes? Yes, we do. What else would we call them? I don't know. Stop it. Stop what? Hurting me. Uh, oh, that was that a bit was bubbly. really gross. It sounded like you puked in your mouth. Oh, I really almost did that. Um, well, again, it's not the first time people listen Anywho. to this often puke in their mouth. What um, is going to be this part of the show? What do we need to say to people? We need to say... Oh, that tastes disgusting. That. Oh. You know when you do a burp and it tastes really bad? Oh. It's really not enjoying it right now. Um. Uh, are you sure it's not the taste of the Gatorade could be. that's tasting bad right now? Um, please like us on Facebook. Yes. Not on YouTube. We don't. No, um, Instagram. Follow us. I don't even know what we have now. On Twitter. Mm. Subscribe to us. Subscribe. Not subscribe. 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 It's coming from the person who makes fun of me for not saying <laughs> she shy shy shy. <laughs> so can't say it. Um, she yied. Subscribe on YouTube and Wooshka. Hey, I've got an idea that we can close this out with. Um, we should do, or should we do this for another thing? You've got to, you got to hear the start of an AFL song, and within twenty seconds, you've got to guess what club it is. You, okay. You down for this shit? I'm ready. And then we're going to close out. All right, so. Let's um hear. If you wanna follow us on Insta, just follow Ben at NYC David five no NYC five five David. Thank underscore? you. Underscore no. NYC no underscore? five five David is uh, me. Yes. All right, you ready? What club is this song from? Is this the Suns one? Nope. You had to hear it. Oh, GWS. Congrat. Correct. Congrat. All right. All right. What's this one? Arguably the best song in the AFL. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the Tigers. But where are they from? Richmond. Richmond? They Correct. won last year, right? They did. Well done. All right. You heard this one before? Correct. I'm not playing Hawthorns. Uh, <laughs> I am definitely not playing theirs. It's the Brisbane one. Correct. We like that song. This is the Carlton song. There we go. She doesn't even know it because she's like, what is it? She knows this one. When it yes, wants the to play, silence it's great. sounds so good. Yep. What is it? Uh, <laughs> oh, the Bulldogs. Just, the West. Is it just Western? Western Bulldogs, yep. Bulldogs? I don't know if you know this one. Adelaide? Yep. There you go. I don't know if you've ever heard that one before. Oh, um, so. Guess this one. Oh, actually, you've not heard this version of this one before. So this one might take you a little bit longer to get. Because I'll say, the version you've heard, they had to change it. Listen to what they're saying. This is free now. It is. This is... They had to shorten... Because... This was our original song, which everyone hated. 
which is they just cut that bit before they get to oh, this bit. This is the good part. All right. Arguably, this song is maybe the worst song next to the Port Adelaide one. This might be even worse. And I don't like this club either, but we're going to wait to play. Is it Collingwood? Essendon? West Coast? Yep. They've got like three lyrics in their whole song. Um, who haven't we played? Collingwood? Well, Essendon? Well, we're not playing Essendon. Um. <laughs> You've heard Essendon before. Mm-hmm. Actually, I know one you probably won't know. I don't think you would have ever heard this one before. St Kilda? St Kilda's really easy. I don't Uh-oh. think you know this one. This sounds like something you'd hear at Disneyland. That's it, that's it. Melbourne. North Melbourne. North Melbourne. Kangaroos. Alright, speaking of Melbourne. <laughs> Did I just give that away? When it wants to play. They should have won today, but sadly they didn't. Melbourne. It's actually that Biden Melbourne song. It's a grand old flag. It's a high flag. No. I like the other one better. Okay. This St. Kilda? Yeah, this is... St. Kilda's is probably the easiest because it's, they haven't really changed the lyrics of the song. Oh. Alright, try this one on for size. She's looking. We are <laughs> I think it might be the cat song. You, are you sure? Alright, I think we're running out of teams here. Uh, we haven't done this one. Who's red might? Oh. I know this. She's looking. I know this. Did I say it? Swans will. Oh, Sydney. The Sydney yeah. Swans. I don't actually think they say Sydney in the actual song, though. There you go. All right. We'll do one more. One more. For Miss Mallory Forster. As we close out this episode. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> you gotta know this! Oh, <laughs> of course I know this. This is L- AFL, you're cheating. I know, you're but cheating, I'm... you swapped into a different story. I read out of all the AFL songs for this you. NRL. This is NRL. Anyway. No, it's the Chunkies. Alright, um, close this out properly now. Okay. You meant to say the bit. Yes, I know. I'm trying to remember <laughs> what the bit is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and good night. So, yeah.